And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, let me make sure I'm recording. <laughs> we are. And we're back. To, no, we'll do another one. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, we're in talks with legislators on this now of a fund to help the people who do not get access to assistance now because they lack documents. He broke the world record for the most pull-ups in 24 hours at one point. It's later been broken. Cam Haynes' kid just broke that. Yeah, yeah. I'm the shit America. Like, that's, well, that's how they're all going to go. I'm living in Cuba for the rest of my life. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yep. Glenn Maxwell's still alive. I'm peacing out right now. I'm leaving. Anyway, so... so. Welcome to the salt of the streets Coming at you every week With this food for thought Hope you're ready to eat With everything going on in this nation We need some information And that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation With real talk and real topics Real people, real problems Think we need some help to solve them And leave it up to Colin and the Donovan right, Cause that's a, what, what's that? Up, oh, let's get ready And just like a red, white, blue phoenix Rising from the ashes of political yes. bipartisanship We are back to Salt to the Streets podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, this one I was thinking about fucking dab heads and stuff. This is Saturday, July 25th, 1.33 p.m., episode 90. And welcome back, everybody, to the Salt to the Streets podcast. You're one and only source for social and political commentary and all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle. And the best part about the whole deal, it's all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and continue our endless in efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I am Colin. I am Donovan. And today, we are joined by a very special guest, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. For all of you audio listeners, he was taking a, a victory lap. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the stadium. And coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Brandon and who he is and what he did during the COVID shutdown. And we're going to get to know him as you guys get to know him a little bit. It's going to get deep and then it's going to get dark is what it sounds like. That's, yeah, no, it is. We're going to get real deep in the beginning and then uh, we're going to talk a little. good. Definitely. Because darkness is reality sometimes. And we we need to think deeply to handle that darkness. See what we did All right. There, wow. See, there it okay. is. <laughs> All right. We're fucking enlightened now. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about uh, some COVID updates, some some kind of social unresty stuff, probably talk about Portland a decent amount. Yes. Um, you know, there may or may not be some China talk, and then yeah. we'll talk about uh, child trafficking as, like we said, it's going to get dark. Yeah. So we're going to try to talk about that situation. And, and come at it as objectively as possible. Weed through some of the conspiracy. <clears throat> we find out what we can find out. So let me, let me take this just for a second, right? Because, and I don't, not to like posture or anything, but like as somebody who has a kid, you know, this is something I've been aware of for a very long time, but it obviously struck me in a different light when I had a child of my own. And mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that is so easy to dismiss that I was able to, just willing to dismiss for so long as far as things that I was willing to write off as conspiracy theories that, um, <clears throat> and I talked about this a little bit in the pre-show that just over the last like month or so that I've been doing more research, trying to be more open-minded. Um, I have found a lot of stuff that is incredibly disturbing, um, that I feel very strongly is the truth. And I just, 
really wanted to talk about it because I think that people with children specifically who are writing these things off as conspiracy theories need to provide more credence to this. Um, because like that 1993 documentary or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we watched it. It can literally happen to anybody, you know, yeah. Any moment your child can be scooped up by NAMBLA, by some other group that wants to take advantage of you and your family. The evolution um, so <clears throat> that type of stuff happens, you know, it, it, it's not just, it's not just poor people. It's not just whatever, whose children get taken. You know I mean? It, it can literally happen to anybody at any time. Um, and so I just, really want people to be aware of what's going on um, so that they can try and just be more vigilant about it, you know? Um, so that would never hurt as a parent. I feel to be, you know, just keep an eye on your kids and just be aware um, of an what extra eye on them. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It wouldn't hurt, but there's some powerful people out there, you know, that right. want to do some, very bad things. And that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to end up getting into. So, um, with, yeah. with that, I think that we can... Just Colin puts eye drops in. Yeah. Yes. My contacts started to fucking yeah. freak out um, on me. Yes. Wait! One, I, I knew there was something I want to talk about. The, for, there's one thing I want to start with, right? Okay. And we're going to end up talking about this more probably on our social media as things develop and people get more pissed off about it. But things are crazy right now. So <laughs> you're going to be able to find that. My Twitter is at Salt of the Street. And my Instagram is at Alpaca underscore Donovan. And Colin is at Big Bird Alfie on both of those things. Brandon is at BG3E's. U.S. Z.U.S. Z.U.S. God damn it. <laughs> I was so stuck on the three E's. I was so stuck on the three E's. Um, yes. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, all, all the shit, right? Yes, and sir. on Twitch. And on Twitch. So, so there you go. So you will be able to find all these things. We are also going to link back to all of your social medias, your Twitch and everything on all the posts on Monday. So cool. um, you guys will be able to find that there if you are not able to track, you know, whatever the fuck. Anyway, so Nick Sandman. Right? You see the yes. story about Nick Sandman? You know who no, Nick Sandman not. is? No idea. Nick Sandman is lonely he's a young man. No! Oh, oh okay. Colin. Oh, Colin. Oh, oh no. Colin. Oh, no. He knows. He okay, just doesn't okay. know. So, <laughs> Nick Sandman is the young man who went to Covington oh, yeah. High School. Yep. Um, and high school? Covington High School. And yeah. he went on a field trip with his high school to Washington, D.C., right? And there was a protest at the same time, Native Americans and stuff like that. And so he was in there with a MAGA hat on and the Native American guys. I'll show you a picture. Face, I, you know what talking about? I, I know what you're talking right. about. Yep. So. When that happened, obviously, he was just all over the media, all over that, the everything. Yeah. Just two days ago, maybe now, at the, two days ago at the most, maybe even just yesterday. Yeah, I think uh, just yesterday. Yesterday, he was awarded a $250 settlement, $250 million settlement yeah. with CNN. Remember that picture? Yeah, I remember oh, that. Yes. Yeah. 250 for, for defamation. Dude, dude, I thought you were going to say he was... Murdered? No, 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 He CNN has to pay him two hundred and fifty million dollars because of, they made so much money off that face, and they well, they, they lied defamed about him. him. Yeah, they lied about him for weeks. Uh-huh. Um, what did they say? 
they said that he was there aggressing people, that, you know, he's like a racist and all this shit that they oh, were saying yeah, about yeah, antagonizing, yeah. This, yeah. antagonizing the situation. And then more video comes out that shows that there was the other people there antagonizing the situation, and he's just standing there the entire time. So, yeah, $250 million. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't think he deserves the money. That's it, a lot of fucking money. Right, right. But it's at but, the same time, like, when you look at the video, you're like... Kind of looks disrespectful. Obviously, it is because it's an elder of a you know a tribe, and that is a sacred fucking thing. When you look at it from that type of perspective, yeah, like you could see a lot of Native American people be like, they they don't you know I don't fuck with that type of stuff, you know. Well, the situation I believe um, mm-hmm. is like I said is they were there on a field trip, and I don't there there was yeah. no act of aggression or anything on on his part. He no. you know they kind of came into contact with a protest that was already happening yeah. there. Yeah, the um, black Hebrew Israelites were out. Yes. And see, these guys were, you know, they're high school kids from a Catholic school and all this stuff. So they get there, and then they're touring D.C. on a field trip. And, you know, there's stands out there mm-hmm. on the mall selling MAGA hats. And so a bunch of them go over and buy their MAGA hats, and they're walking around. And the black Hebrew Israelites um, that... Group, there was a group of them there kind of causing problems and yeah. just, you know, yelling at people and, you know, calling people fucking slurs and shit like that. And yeah, they, yeah. But most of the stuff is kind of standard for their little activist groups to go out. And then, so these kids are kind of there and to kind of help push back. And this is all, if I'm recalling it correctly, it's been a while. We actually talked about it, I think, when mm-hmm. it went down. Um, but they, this group of kids start to sing like their school fight song or something like that to kind of like, drowned out the other you know all the shit that's being kind of thrown at them mm. and eventually this um this native american elder dude comes over to them yeah and is getting all up in their face like on purpose and the narrative spin that came out right as soon as this happened was blaming everything on the kid yeah that and that's probably what kid. i'm probably what i was speaking from you know that perspective because that's really what i saw you I mean, know right I, I saw right. i saw the little yeah. snippet clip probably yeah and so so after that happened a larger video came out that showed <clears throat> the whole thing it was like an hour and a half long yeah, yeah. this whole situation and no that, one's gonna watch that like the hillary clinton yeah. emails no one's gonna read them all right yeah, yeah. once right. once they started to kind of it started to float around people were like oh this is bullshit this is not really what happened this yeah. is technically fake news yeah it, so they clipped it up so you can actually see the important part of it. And that started to make the rounds. And then some of the retractions started to come out and all that stuff. And then they just kind of moved on. But, yeah, he won the defamation Dude, lawsuit. Yeah, and obviously this has been going on for a while. Yes. That, when did that was video like come out? It was two years ago. got to be close to two years ago that happened. And this, I haven't heard anything about this. And I, and I because look CNN at news don't want to talk about exactly. that shit. Exactly. <laughs> until it happens and yeah. he gets the $250 million. And he know, had who, a suit. Like, you can't question that now at this point. He had a suit going with the Washington Post and someone else, too. And they got dismissed. But part of the Washington Post one got picked back up. So, he has potentially more money coming from the Washington Post um, for well, dude, doing like, the same shit for lying. Post, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Exactly. So it's like, Bezos. so what are we going to do there, dude? Do you guys see... How much money is he paying taxes last year? Do you guys see <laughs> protesters slash rioters, whatever you want to call them, outside of his house with a guillotine uh, in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they built, uh, you know, like a fake guillotine in front what of his house in What are you guys going to do? In DC. Yeah. What, are you trying to, what are you trying to change there? Nothing. They're just yeah, that's 
That'll we'll, probably be a theme yeah. to some of this stuff. We'll we talk about that when we get into yeah. Portland. So let's start with Rona, right? So it was in, uh, we've talked about this like a thousand fucking times. And I think that it was in February or March that things really got shut down, mm-hmm. um, at least as far as states go. So let's start here. What do you do for work? I work in a community clinic. I work in medical records. Words. Oh, yes. Words. So you stayed working this whole time, I assume. Yes. Words. And did you just stay on your regular schedule? Did you see an uptick in work, a decrease in hours? What was the... See, the thing is, like, I was seeing everyone saying, oh, dude, they're so busy in the medical field, blah, 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 blah. Work slowed down so much. Really? So much. And... It just recently started picking back up. You, was, ju- like, you transcribe medical records or what do you... Like send them back, process them, you know. Oh, okay. People, Interesting. People want to release, you know, yeah. records See, that somewhere. Makes if, sense to me though. To and from different, you know, facilities uh-huh. and stuff like that. Because when all this stuff started to pop off, they started to like... People quit going to the doctor. They yeah, quit going I to the hospital. I read in the Kitsap Sun, less people were going to the hospital and, more, and this guy had a heart attack. Yeah. He didn't go to the hospital until a week after. Well, and they also canceled, you know, like they stopped doing elective surgeries. There was like a mm-hmm. whole slew of medical procedures that stopped oh, happening. Yeah. So that's going to cut a whole section of, that whole, of your work out. That whole oh, idea yeah. is like, mm, so did, crazy. So did that cut your hours back or you just no, had less no, no, work no, while you were there? Less work while I was there because everyone's, you know, gets the, the 80 hours. Yeah. So... Interesting. It was just less busy. We were getting less work. You're just kicking it more. Mm. They kind. Of, they actually made me do a different job for a little bit. Really? Yeah. What were you doing in? I the had intro? to check temperatures. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Temperature check. Just in your office or yeah, at in hospital? My, in my building. Oh. Every morning I had to check temperatures, and then now we have this kiosk where you walk up to it, and it checks your temperature, and it reads if you're not wearing a mask. It says you're not wearing a mask. No Put shit. Put on a mask. I'm like, this what? thing is taking a picture of my face every day, dude. That's <laughs> creepy. It's creepy. What, what does this machine look like? I'm curious. It looks like it's a like... little, like, you know, when you're, um, like a self-service kiosk at a, anywhere, like a, mm. but it's like an iPad right here. And, and then it's, when it you, it's, it's a, there's face. a, you know, they have a sticker on the floor stand here, look up to it. And then the camera starts activating. And then it, if you have a mask on, it says, you're good. Your temperature. But, dude, normally... It takes your temperature, too, from there? Yeah. Dude, every time, my temperature's been, like, 96. That's I would I would come no. straight into work, and they'd take my temperature with the mm-hmm. one that... The gun? Yeah. Dude, sometimes it would say low. Whoa. Because <laughs> I just walk into work from outside, right? Yeah. And then hmm. it would be, like, 92. How do you feel about... The iPad thing that you stand in front of every day. I feel like it's not accurate. I feel like it's not an accurate no. picture. Does no. it make you uncomfortable at all? Like you said, you know, this thing is taking pictures of my face every day. Does that make well, you uncomfortable? Well, dude, it's going to happen like this. What? You can't come into the store until you take your temperature. Or right. you can't, you know, do something. You can't walk into your apartment building until you take your temperature or something. <laughs> there you know? are there are certainly a lot of people and that are concerned as- about the escal- the potential of escalation, especially when vaccines come into play. Exactly. You know, because who knows? They're like, you can't have you work s- here. Do this, do that. Have you seen the movie Contagion? Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. so eventually Matt Damon, everyone has bracelets that yeah, they yeah, have to yeah. wear. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, um, and this is an actual real thing, so this is well, just a brief aside, um, and I actually learned about this on Loud Earth Crowder of all places. Um, <laughs> hey, sometimes I love watching like that. Like, 
Even though yeah. some of the things I'm like, okay, he's just he. I think he's built the brand to where he's like he has to. He has to be that. Yeah, be that. yeah. He, can't, he can't go against it, even if it's like something like deep down morally he doesn't agree with or something. Yeah, like have you seen that clip of him with Joe and Joe Rogan? Uh, kind of going at it about the weed thing. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone, that everyone's seen that. Yeah. Bro, you and it's like it's like you can see it at that point. Like he wouldn't talk about it, but he's still willing to defend it. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though he probably. Maybe smokes a joint or two, you know, like every once in a while. Could be. You know? I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him either, dude. He seems like if he doesn't, he's just extremely stressed out. He mm-hmm. seems like he's very tense as it is. I obviously have never met Steven Crowder as a man, but yeah, from yeah. the time that I've watched him on the internet, he seems like he just carries a lot of tension in his whole everything. There's well, a fucking, lot of... Well, he's talking as, as a stand-up comedian, and I, right? I, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's not warranted, but I've, I guess more you what I'm saying is it. you should have a way to get rid of some of that. You yeah, know, yeah, it's, it's, nice. if you're going to be at that high of a level, you should have a way to... You know, everyone should have a way, but especially if you're dealing with that much of it. So the thing I wanted to ask about that I saw on Stephen Crowder, right, is he was talking about this article out of Scientific American that I have on my phone here. Invisible ink could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated or not, and mm-hmm. so this is a yeah. thing that they stamp onto your child potentially, oh, right? Oh, but then tattoos them with invisible ink that yeah. can be read through a UV light, so as to indicate whether or not and they've received their vaccinations. So let me let me start here, right? Because we've talked about vaccinating your children. I mean, dozens of times on this show, probably. I'm a thousand percent in favor of vaccinating your children because I think it's the right thing to do. There's a lot of diseases that don't exist today that don't need to exist because we have figured out how to handle it, right? Polio. This makes me slightly uncomfortable. It's a little, the, it's a little bar scanny. Yeah. You know, um, bar Cody. And then when people are talking about like the idea of a coronavirus vaccine, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the whole thing is people at my work are even like, I just can't wait till the vaccine comes out. I'm like, <laughs> so you don't feel that way. You, I don't feel that way. Why? Well, how do you feel about the vaccine? I feel the like the idea of a potential vaccine. I feel like if you look into coronavirus, I guess from what I've read, there's a lot of different coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't vaccine. It's like the flu. Mm-hmm. Last year, we got an email at my work saying the flu vaccine was only 10% effective. Yep. And mm-hmm. if the coronavirus vaccine comes out, everyone's supposed to be vaccinated. You say, could possibly contain something that could be traced on UV light and you can't do certain things without. Well, and this is something that's done afterwards. That's like you get the vaccination and then this, I mean, I'm not to to fear monger, but it looked like a fucking chip. Um, but it's like a thing that they stamp you with, you know, post vaccination that Mm -hmm. leaves. uh, I mean, it looks like a microchip. Yeah. But it's not because it's temporary. It's just you know a stamp. It just like has that. a serial number. Sure. Doesn't fucking yeah. Just a, just not a big deal. Yeah. I'm still very um, uncomfortable with. Colin, that where are you at with the idea of a vaccine? I mean, because they're so sorry not to interrupt you, but because they're talking about one potentially as soon as November, mm-hmm. um, and then there are you know other ones the beginning of next year, the end of next year, you know all these things. I mean. The first real cases of coronavirus in America started happening in like January, potentially December, right? That's earliest yeah. we're seeing. So there's that one speculated um, November, case out of um, California. Yeah, right, and that so we don't know. Even then, from it being a real, like a big deal, you know, shutdowns in February, March, like things like that, to November, a vaccine that they're putting into everybody in the country, potentially most people in the world. Okay. Right, because that's what they're talking about is 
is that in potentially November or potentially the beginning of next year? Where are you at with the idea of a vaccine maybe in November? Okay, so I, I think a few caveats before I even give the opinion on it. We're not um, doctors. We're not. Do- well, yeah, but I'm even on that aside, like in my, my thinking about it, um, I mean, I'm not opposed to taking the vaccination. Um, when, in November, if it comes out in November? No, I mean, no. Nah. If, if halfway through November, they're like, we minute. literally have enough for everybody in the country. All you got to do is go mm-hmm. down to your doctor and get it. Are you going to go and get it? Or how do you feel about that? That's I'll probably wait till next season. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's the same thing. Like, I've taken flu shots a lot. And same. sometimes... I have to get them every year at my work. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes, the because the flu changes every year, and mm-hmm. they try to do what they can to interpolate, and, and then as soon as the first state cases start to come out, they do what they can to change it, and then they put the vaccine out. And sometimes it may change halfway through a season. I've seen that. But with varying degrees of effectiveness, I just don't necessarily think at the at the beginning of this, we'll have to look and see, but it's I mean, it's it's not a vaccine like we, we fuck with now. It's not a flu vaccine. You know, there's been a lot of comparisons about covid and the flu and the two are categorically different one is a flu one is a coronavirus right yeah we don't i just i i have a hard time grasping the concept that for hundreds of years since we invented modern medicine we have been trying to find a cure for the common cold which is a coronavirus and we've never been able to find a vaccine for it right well What makes us think that maybe because it's now in eleven months we've been able to it might be something like a a pharmaceutical space race. Well, we've already seen that world is looking into it. Obviously, right? The there's two different strands of it already, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I would I would think like four. I think yeah. So I mean, it's already Mm. evolving in different. Because right, your body yeah. is going to be different than my body. It's going to have to attack me a different way. I'm going to spread it to you, and then it's going to find a way to oh, yeah. manipulate yeah. your If it doesn't system. mutate in some tiny fashion every time it spreads, then it's then it is going to be it is going to die. Yeah. It would be easier to create a vaccine. So, but well, let me just put it this way: um, I don't necessarily think that people's um, hope that a vaccine will be this cure-all and that's that's the way to do it i don't it's not going to go away when we have a vaccine it'll yeah. be like a flu virus where if nobody takes the flu shot you know an extra 50 to sixty thousand people die that year if everybody takes the flu shot those people may or may not die depending on the virulent strain that year and how close the 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 vaccination is so if we can do things now by boosting our immune system and doing stuff like that, like I've been taking vitamin D now on the reg, yeah, um, all these different things. And, and if Mad that, D, bro. Yeah. And if that can help prevent you from getting the coronavirus now without a vaccine, I just – Should I, do that. Yeah, or I just don't see it as this golden bullet be, thing. You know, okay. Better after, off, yeah. yeah. And because it's shown that – was 390 something people got it in one meat plan they were all asymptomatic mm-hmm. like come on dude yeah yeah so i just so i don't we think i have it not even know like i might i might but fuck the with the vaccine time, depends on what the landscape looks like at the time i don't necessarily i don't distrust the fda and stuff enough to assume that it might kill a bunch of people yeah but then again we have been putting the rush on this so i'm not as as eager to get it but at the same time, I don't see the vaccine 
as a silver bullet that's going to solve the fucking problem instantly. I think that's an ignorant way of thinking. So relying on a vaccine to come out before anything happens, I just... So to answer your question, I will fuck with the vaccine, but it's probably not the first round. So let me put it like this, right? Because I feel the same way for a different reason, right? Mm -hmm. Um, My concern with the vaccine is not that it won't work um, and not that a bunch of people will die from it, but the reason that I feel comfortable trusting the vaccines that I allowed to be injected in my child, you know, up to now, because he just went on Wednesday, got more, right, Mm -hmm. is that these ones have been tested for fucking decades now. You know, we know that only X percentage of people have problems with these vaccines that, you know, we give to people. I don't have any way to know what the long-term effects are of this coronavirus vaccine that you're cooking up because it's only been fucking 11 months that you've been doing this, you know, and it's only been six weeks that you've been putting it in human beings. So I don't, that that's my hesitation is I don't, how do I know that my fucking, my dick isn't going to fall off a year after I get this fucking, this injection. I don't know that. Exactly. I don't, and that's, you know, an extreme, like a joking, whatever, but, and that's, you know, so obviously that's not my specific concern, but it, I don't know that there isn't going to be a terrible, terrible long-term effect from this because nope. it's fucking brand new. So I don't, and nobody will until no, it and, happens. And that's why the or idea of this invisible ink thing is so concerning to me. Is and not, I don't know. I'd hate to be the guy that's like, I'm not going to do it because of personal liberties. But I just don't. I would like some more evidence that that's really going to work. You mm-hmm. know that that it's going to work and that it's not going to do bad shit afterwards because. That's I don't know. I'm a big believer in science, man. Huge believer in science Same. and medicine, but I I don't because we can test it over and over and over and over again. And I don't care how many people you give it to, you know, over the next eight months. What about ten fucking years from now? That's what I want to know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, that's well, that's my big concern is a long term thing that we have not been able to test for that they're going to expect people to get, you know, in this huge push like open schools and shit. This invisible ink fucking nonsense. I don't. I'm I'm not going to put something in my kid that I haven't been able to see long evidence from because mm-hmm. if I die 10 years from now, at least I've had, you know, 25 years, 35 years at that point of like life. Dax is a year and a half old. Yeah. I'm not okay with him having 11 and a half years of life and then dying because he was forced to have yeah. a coronavirus mm-hmm. vaccine before he could go to the fucking park or go and come and see me at work or something. You know, I'm not okay with that. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm uncomfortable with. Yeah. That right there. Like I... I can see two different worlds. One is a little bit more of a reach for me, but I think I can see a world in which they try to make it mandatory to start reopening society. Right. Then I will have a completely different fundamental opposition against so it. So that's the world I'm basically living yeah. in. My world is... That's true. I don't know how this this virus came to be. Right. Where, like, where do they say it came from? Oh, Wuhan, China, next to this wet market, which they say... The documentary you sent me a while back of how f- at 15 cases in China, at yeah. least they weren't traced back to that wet market. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's that, what is that? Biochemical or the bio lab in bio Wuhan. Lab in yeah. Wuhan. Yeah. That is a hundred percent not a conspiracy theory, but it does exist. But it's a very, very true. big coincidence yes. that, that China was going through such a terrible right time in that moment yeah. where they couldn't control the people. They were mm-hmm. filling up airports. You couldn't go in a train station because there was 
thousands of people. Yeah. They were shutting it down. They were shutting China down. Oh, yeah. They were carrying American flags saying, we want democracy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and you, um, to speak to the to the vaccine point, you, because you work in the medical community, are kind yeah. of on the front end of that. that yes. If something like yeah. that comes out, they're going to be like, Make fucking me roll up your exactly. sleeve. It's time to get shot. So- and, I've, and I've had the thoughts of possibly quitting my job for that because I don't. Oh, to me, it's like I already get the flu shot every year. Yeah. I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means. I believe, you know, it stopped a lot of stuff that's... Polio and shit. All Measles. Polio is my big oh, yeah. one. But like... Yeah. Measles, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't also agree with, you know, if I had a kid, I wouldn't want to be getting like fucking six, seven vaccines at once. You know, and it's like... Three. Three, okay, yeah. three at the most, because it happens. Just not to interrupt you, but no, yeah, just I don't for know, I kid, just just know. for ease of of mind, you know, it's because I had a big concern, and when Dax was born, I had several conversations with his pediatrician about yeah. vaccines, about scheduling, about all kinds of stuff, because I was pretty adamant that like I want to do them like one at a time, space them out, like all this stuff. Several conversations, Doctor Chow, super great lady. Mm-hmm. Um, several conversations with her about vaccines and the way that they're tested and the way that they're done, and a lot of the stuff now, a lot, a lot, not a lot of them but one of them is uh an oral it's just like a like a liquid that they drink that's like uh, that's pertussis i think is is one of those ones but i i don't i don't not i want to speak to that but one of them is one that they just drink mm. um and then one of them is like an aerosol or something like that that they do no they're just a couple of different drinks right and they're it's like actually just the one was a drink and then they're but he got it more than once the Maybe drink twice. one he got more than once, yeah. but he hasn't got more than three shots at any one appointment. Yeah, um, it's yeah they space them out. They do a and all well, the ones good. that they get collectively are tested together. Yeah, they are tested that way, administered together. That's one of the big like anti-vax arguments, even oh, yeah. from that fucking chiropractor. You know that <laughs> like it's like oh well they've never done all these tests together and they've the pediatrician who I bring my child to whose job it is to research vaccines on children, not adjust people's fucking bodies. Anyway, um, she's like, no, we've done numerous studies on these things together because why, if we're going to put them in children, we're absolutely going to see how they work together. You know, know, I spend so much time on YouTube and just, you know, you can find a lot of stuff can be good and bad. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And like people get vaccines and two or three D, Two or three days later, their kid, you know, can't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that just, everybody's body's different. Yeah. So I, I get, yep. you know, anyone can have a different reaction, but then there's videos, you know, showing of, you know, some type of cover-ups. You could have to look into it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Eddie Bravo, look into it. <laughs> Eddie but Bravo, like, look into it. Yeah. yeah, look into it. Yeah. But like, you know, there's stuff out there that could be, could look kind of sketchy, you know, when it comes to vaccination. Well, and there's, there is a, like an American vaccination compensation fund you know that it's mm-hmm. it's not widely discussed because obviously we yeah. as a country don't want to talk about children dying for the larger idea of a greater good of people not getting sick as a whole mm-hmm. um, but for the same reason you said that everybody's bodies are different you know there are a certain amount of people that react poorly and can die can become disabled and that's that's why that fund exists that just from sure scientific yeah. advancement, you know, there are yes, going to be know, things that, that don't, yeah, yeah, that yeah, don't yeah, fit into exactly. the, to the mean. And there's a lot of people that use that 
as, and I'm not saying that you're doing this, but there's, especially in the anti-vax community, a lot of people that use that as a sticking point. Like, why does this, this exist if they're so safe? You know, it's like, well, because you can't control for every single person on the planet. Yeah, exactly. There, exactly. there are going to yeah. be people that, there are going to be people that, you know, get a f- endoscopy or some shit like that and they fucking die afterwards. You know, like, they're like, things like that happen all the time. Yeah, there's going to be people that are 7'5". There are people that hit their, you know, get punched in the face, <laughs> yep. fall, hit their head and they die. Like, you know, yeah. those, those yeah. things happen. Um, oh, and, well, yeah, I've had a friend actually, mm-hmm. rest in peace, he riding a bike, fell, hit a tree stump and passed away. Really? Yeah. It you can, might have known him. I, yeah. I, Jesus, yeah. man. It can happen like, just that quick. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah. It's one of those, uh, Love who you have while you have them because you never know when they're going to be gone. Yeah, and that's the thing with me. I'm trying to get in the ring and fight and do some kickboxing myself because I've been doing it a while and I've just been itching for that competitiveness again. We will cover the fuck out of those fights. Hard, yeah. We will suck those treats, yeah. cover the fuck out of those yeah, fights. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to get someone to record them a lot or like Twitch. Oh, we'll from, totally do that. Oh, yeah, man. Fight, yeah. We'll totally do that. That'd be so sweet. <laughs> oh, when you guys commentate it. Yeah. Oh, don't even worry about oh, it. Oh, yeah. let's go. Don't even worry about it. We've we got totally these lapel mics, bro. We got the whole... Yeah, no, yeah, we got it. It's just like coronavirus puts all amateur athletics on hold. We yeah. have that fucking... You have the one that hooks into the into the phone, and we can take the video, and we can... Yeah. I had a fight scheduled in March. You get the fight canceled. scheduled, we'll be there. Oh, yeah. yep. We'll live sure. stream it. Well, For don't sure. even, don't worry about That'd that. so dope. We'll have yeah. multiple streams going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be... We'll promote that shit. Salt of the Streets promotions, bro. I mean, that's... Hell yeah. you know, we can only do so much for you, but... I'll we'll all the Salt of the Streets banner hanging. Bro, we got some is. vinyl stickers. <laughs> we, we got cricket machines. Yeah, well, if you got shorts, we can put a Salt of the Streets on your shorts, bro. We can do... We got all... Yeah, we could, because... We can do that, bro. We can, makes, yep, there it is. Now all of a shorts. sudden we're fighting yeah. managers. Exactly. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> we can do that, bro. We, we'll get you the image. Dude, That's and then we football too, you know? Absolutely, bro. Fuck absolutely. yeah. I would yeah. love to get into that. Just For one, I would like to go observe y'all people that actually know about football and have played football, like mm. what it takes to actually coach football. Yeah. Mm. It's different, Especially the kids. And, yeah. and I started in D-string, so they're six and seven. And it's more like a daycare. They yeah. Parents drop their kids off. I'm there for an hour and a half, two hours, yeah. watching their kids, just trying to get them, them to pick and grass. Little, right. And then, and then you think about yeah. football, right? You think about football. Quarterback drops back, pass. There's a peewee football. Not that. Yeah. It is not that. It peewee football running, is right. Peewee football is who can get to the edge faster. Yeah. <laughs> who can get to the edge faster? Yes. Once they get to that edge, yeah. it's over. It's all about pursuit angles on defense. And what I do is I run a very, 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 very different defense than any other Pee Wee team. Every Pee Wee team runs five down, two, two linebackers, you know? Mm-hmm. Stack the box. It's still stacked. Yeah. They can still, you know, do some blitzes. But what I run is I run a 3-3. Three, three, but then I have two adjusters, which is like a linebacker mm-hmm. hybrid. And? Um, no, um, like uh, defensive back. Word, okay. So, they, okay. so I can send them on blitzes. So it's basically three, three, and then two here on the edge, yeah, yeah, and then a corner, and yeah, then yeah, one safety because I protect that edge, yeah, and then because they're linemen, rarely going to linemen throw have to be smart, defensive linemen have to be smart, yeah. strong side they go weak side, linebackers go strong side gap. Yeah. Every, if everyone does their job, all gaps are filled. The edges are covered by the adjusters. The adjusters yes. have to be beasts, bro. Have to be beasts. They have to be quick. Those are, those are the guys quick that are strong. like, yeah, they're like your running backs. Yeah, yeah. And then and they can tackle. And they want to hit. Yes, you know, because some guys don't want to hit. Some guys just want to run the ball. 
But some guys, you know, do you understand? Do you understand what he's talking about? I don't understand the gaps, but I'll get there. Oh, the I, gaps. I, I yes. generally so, got this conversation. Um, yeah, the strong um, gap, weak gap. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm still there. I think. Yeah, I'll figure it yeah. out. Each each gap is labeled. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. A gap, B gap, C gap. Okay, yep. and so less pressure theory. means a weak gap. More pressure means well, there's a, a the strong, strong side and the weak side, yeah. right? When you have a line, there's generally going to be, especially in professional football, a tight end is generally going to be lined up on one side. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so okay. the side they're lined up on, that's the strong side because there's one more lineman there when the ball is snapped. Even if he comes off and goes out, yeah. he's standing there when the ball is snapped. It's more, that's yeah, the strong that's... side. The other side, the weak side. There's less people on it, right? Odds mm-hmm. are. There's there's more options on the strong side than there are weak so side. So he's yes, talking about having his linemen go to the weak side, so mm-hmm. his linebackers and the adjusters can go to the strong, strong side. side. Applies yeah. more equal pressure and more time for the defense to the, the down lineman to yeah. get in. And especially when future lineman Peewee, I think future lineman coach for Tristan yeah. Peewee. Yeah, we're well, out here. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, because we came into this quick, yeah. not to interrupt you, just because yeah. we came into this quick. You have been coaching Peewee football for Tristan and Peewee football for how many years now? This would have been the f- fifth. fifth fifth year, year. right? And wow. so you started, and you started. You had your own team that first year doing D string, or were you assisting? Yes. First yeah, year? no, no, it was my team. They asked me; I had no idea what I was getting into. How did you get into this? My Bree's dad works with your girlfriend, Bree. Yes, just and for works her. with someone um, who ran the organization at the time. Asked me to coach, and I said, "Yeah, I have no idea, yeah. no idea what I was getting into." You just had played. Got in there, before. dude. And at the time, I had kind of like lost my love for football because went and played one year in, in Chicago for a, a prep school, which is like you play one year f- football, you play all D two schools, yeah, you take college credit, college classes, get get college credits, but you don't lose a freshman year of eligibility. So if you play, if you say I go to like community college, like, you did that after high school. I did that after high school for one year. Really? Like, yeah, played one year in Chicago, and it was a uh, it was an experience, man. It was yeah, definitely an experience. Came back a different person. Oh, I came bet. back looking at everything like wow, this, like it's a different world, you know. Every yeah. I feel like every city you go to or or state, it's a different world. It's just a yes, different world. It totally. And people, is. if you haven't done that, you know, like you can't really like understand that. Like it's different. That's true. Just how different things are. But like, it became a job, dude. It was just like football all day long. Seven mm-hmm. o'clock, wake up, breakfast. Nine o'clock, weights. Then come back, lunch, and then you get like two hours of chill, school, then film. Then practice from like eight to ten thirty, and then bed checks at eleven thirty. <sighs> every Man. single day, every single day, and uh, dude, they fed you right though. Like we went to the like all, all our coaches were former NFL players. Really? Yeah. So it's pretty sick. My our head coach blocked for guess who? Guess who in a Super Bowl? Brady. Brady in a no. Super Bowl. Yes, he would show up. He would back his. I figured it was big a ass bet. Cadillac with huge rims with his name in the and his number on the license plate. <laughs> Walk out, bro, with no ring shit. first. Dude, no shit. Ring on his finger and a pit bull. <laughs> yes. Swear to God. Swear, awesome. dude. And I hated it, bro. I hated it. Uh-huh. And um, a little too intense. Or- I definitely didn't start because you know there was some real nice good players out there like I'm telling you some athletes some players that now play D1 um, one I know a guy like we stayed in touch he plays at uh, University of Las Vegas UNLV oh, sure. he's 
huge. He's like 300 pounds. He, he benched 325 like 30 times. Well, and most of those guys, just for people who don't watch football or anything, most of those guys that are going to go and play D1, they've been playing football yeah. for a long time. And a lot of those they, players... They decided a long time ago that's what they were going to try and do. At that prep school, they were... A lot of the kids that got bad grades or got an injury their senior year... And they didn't, they got their scholarships pulled, you know. So I had a kid that was, he had a D1 scholarship at Syracuse. He had bad grades, flunked out. And then he got a scholarship pulled until he get his grades up. So this gave him an opportunity. Like, they train you for the ACT and all that stuff. But basically, hated it. Started coaching football. Dude, it's a different, it's a different feeling when you start teaching someone, right? Because you're like, you're looking at these kids and then you're talking about, football terminology as if they have some kind of background knowledge. Oh, yeah. So you literally have to just go back to square one. Like, this is how you stand on the line. Really? And the reason why you stand on this line is because they're trying to tackle your brother down back there who's going to score for us on our team, you know? Mm -hmm. You got to instill that, like, family environment. You don't, like, tell them this is a family environment. Right. Mm -hmm. But they just know what it is, you know? I think we... Might have slightly touched on how I think important that is when it comes to stuff like football and yeah. stuff last episode. Yes. Yes. Cause I do listen, whether you call it like yeah. a, cause it's like that, that family unit. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's what it, people think of when they think of as acting as a team. Team yeah. sport. Yeah. You 100% know, like, team sport. But there's like a feeling to that. It's not, yeah. you can't just like, you know, play your shit and be like, well, yeah, I'm doing it for the team. It's like, well, no, you got to feel it. You got to, it has yeah. to be a part of you because you yeah. got to be thinking and about that dude who's going to get his, exactly. you know, his head and popped There's plenty of times where I'm sure you on the football field, we've fought with other, you know, op- like the opposition because like, you know, oh, someone's yeah. bullying someone. I've gotten pl- plenty of punches at the bottom of the, pile you know yeah especially um i know what position did you play when you played in prep school when you played in high school and prep school high school i played running back mostly fullback and uh middle linebacker in prep school i just played middle linebacker yes yeah. they just specialized one position they gave me the option i seen our running backs i was like i'm playing i'm playing linebacker yeah so you know from playing linebacker that once you you know if you're blitzing if you get in on the line there's a lot of dirty shit that happens there that you don't see, you know, on TV or from the stands or anything oh, like yeah. that. There's just a lot. Fast. Well, just it's dudes right pressed up against each other. So yeah. there is enough room for you to see what's happening, you know. So there's you gotta like be real nice on the line. A lot of hand fighting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a ton of hand fighting. That's why they come out with bloody knuckles because they're punching each other in these pads, their helmets. In like uh, in college, in high school, you see like one really good lineman yeah. every game. In college. Every lineman is good. They're all recruited as good players to play. So they're all tall, 250 pounds, fast, strong, and they can, they, they learn how to hold in a way that it's, you know, not, they learn where they can get away with. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You're taught to hold in a certain way. Yeah. So that's especially the holding call. Yes. Inside of the pads. And I like the one thing that I remember, I'll always remember from, transitioning because I played offensive lineman at first, like the first year that I played and then just switched to defense. And Which is way more fun. Way more fun. I, I much prefer <laughs> way more fun. I remember specifically being taught, like if you can get your hands on the bottom of someone's shoulder oh, yeah. pads and push them up 
up into their neck. It pushes their head up and it's in their oh, neck. Yeah, they yeah. can't breathe. They can't see shit. They can't do that. Wherever the head goes, the body goes. Oh, yeah. And so you can do that Bye. and you can just shove them to the side. It's yeah. that easy. And it's even if that person is bigger than you. Have been, if they can't breathe and they can't see, they cannot do anything. And also, you can take a second here, see where the ball's going, yeah. and then make your play because you got to. Yeah. Sometimes it's. And it's so, that type of shit that you learn about. So you're about. coming in like with your hands, but if you do that, you kind of can get like a little edge going. Exactly. On there. That's and you're, so you want the, 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 the trick is to be the, the lower punch. man. Yeah, yeah. lower man wins every time. Oh, we so be I, lower man. I can't do that. I'm too big. Yeah. Well, and so so I was taught James Jones. Do you remember well, James Jones? I, I've heard school? of him. I never played with him. Yeah, he was one year or two years older than me, um, and he played the same position that I did, and he worked from a four point stance, and so he had his. Both of his hands on the ground because he was super tall. He's he was like, rushing. yeah, he was like six four. I mean, he was a big, big dude. And so, in order to get lower, he would just four point stance, and he would just be as low as possible and push himself up and off the ground strong, and then throw his hands straight ooh, up. Nasty. He was savage. Yeah. It was. I mean, he was an enormous dude too. He was. Ju- he was stacked. So, that's good. so there's technique you can do to 100%. change up the game. Okay. Yep. There are things you can do to operate within the rules that are also. A little bit fucked up, you know, a little bit dirty because it, it hinders yeah. the player from the other player from being able to effectively do anything, but it's 100% legitimate. It's, it's not, totally not my you just, fault. You I'm, just got to yeah. get to it before they can do whatever they're trying football to do. football is a clean game. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, so, awesome. You, you just got to, you know. It's a lot of stuff that you learn. Yeah. So what did you... So you said that football's canceled this year. Yes. Right. Sir. Because mm-hmm. I, I, we, I just started talking to you in the off season from last year mm-hmm. about trying to get on with you this year. So what do you think you're going to miss the most from this? Because it sounds like, um, and not to assume too much, but it sounds like as far as work and stuff like that, um, most of your life didn't change over the shutdown. No, you know, you just really. kind of, is that the biggest thing you think that changes that football isn't going to happen yeah. anymore? Yeah. Because football it's become such a big part of my life. Like it's 24 seven, all I think about. And I think I'll mostly miss the kids, you know, cause a lot of these kids I've been coaching since they were six years old. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like they, I'm their first football coach. They know how I am when I step on the field first day of practice and like new kids automatically know what's going on because they, they see the other kids, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and we function as a team and everyone buys into like the philosophy that we try to bring. Yeah. Just have pride and, you know, who you're playing for because Tristan has never been the best team in the league. Like, and it's in a good, there's a lot of history behind it. it Tracy Tin just, uh, not to yeah, just yeah, so no. people know, cause some people are local. Some people are not. Tracy yeah. is a small, like a neighborhood almost yeah. in yeah. Bremerton. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, there's like used to be an elementary school in there that part of the building still exists, but it's been since closed. Yep. Um, and torn down. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's just a, community there you know there's a, a bar that's down there it's like down by the water there's yeah. a gas station down there there's a post office there. it's just a small community a montessori school that's still mm-hmm. there um oh, and true. yeah and it's kind of in between like high schools and stuff like that so um not to, but I yeah guess. no but back in like the 80s and like 90s and stuff it was a it was a good peewee organization and they had yeah. the boundaries were set to where it was kind of more equal than it is today mm-hmm. where we recruit kids is basically they can choose if they want to go to North Perry or Tracyton on certain neighborhoods in the boundaries. It's because Tracyton went out. There was no Tracyton organization. It was then revived and they had mm-hmm. to fight for boundaries. So when I go look at the map and see what East or not East Bremerton, cause remember East Bremerton, right? Yeah. Yeah. They went away and that became North Perry's boundaries. They just took over those boundaries. Really? 
So Tracyton has this small place, and then North Perry has like everything on Illahi. It's crazy. Oh, wow, it's crazy. Really? And they have twice as many kids as us. Yeah, but I, I will say they have some damn good coaches too. So you have to like, you have to almost try and poach kids away from North. Yeah, Perry yeah, yeah. And then automatically they look at me. They see I'm the younger coach. I've, dude, every single time I go up to the ref, they go. There's an older guy that a parent that uh, coaches with us. They always think he's the head coach. Yeah. Oh, guy, yeah. You know? And then they're <laughs> like, like, oh, nah, he's bitch. The head coach. So I walk up and they're like, oh. But now the refs kind of know me. They've seen me over the years. Yeah, four so years it's like, in. Yeah, they're more comfortable with me. I go to the you know all the meetings, ask ten questions, and so this is a rec league. So it's just a yeah. Is like that a, what that is? Yeah, like yeah Pee Wee rec league. Pee Wee, okay. yeah. And they only have, they have school a board football, and junior high stuff. You know. Okay, so <laughs> nobody. There's nothing like in the rules or anything where if you live there, you have to be a part of the North Perry Rec League. Or is it, does it just, you can get, let's say we lived in the North Perry district, right? But I wanted to get my kids over to Tracington to play in that rec, rec league. There's, okay? there's, certain, there's certain boundaries where if you, you live in this neighborhood, you have to play for that team unless they give you a waiver and then you can play for another team. Hmm. So that weird. organization would have that to give you a waiver. But um, there are certain lines like, I've had kids come to my like practice and say, my neighbor plays for North Perry. Like literally oh. the kid next door to him plays for North Perry. Opposite and people people can do these things where they like, you know, do fake addresses and stuff like that. Because, yeah, you know, wow. it happens. But, and like, it's peewee sports, so, you know, it's not like people are not no. diligently yeah. looking at And the, the beautiful thing about Bremerton is, is the Navy shipyard. Yeah. We get in new kids every All year. Oh, All, yeah. Every year I see a new kid that's like from the Navy. So like, that's pretty great. I think that like, they have no background knowledge of like, mm-hmm. the like a lot of kids will just go to North Perry just to win. Like, but you're not going to play. You're, you're not going to like. You're just going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to have like the best up. time. Yeah. So a lot of kids, like especially, well, there's a lot of people, but kids, especially that, like they're good with that. You know, they're just yeah. like, that's fine. I just want to, you know. Dude, and I just, think I'm not, you know, trying to talk bad about North Perry. But, you know, I coached for Tracyton. Fuck North Perry. No, like, I'll say it for you. I'm just kidding. No, that's, that's, what, I wanna, that's what I want to say on the inside. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's peewee football, so, you know, you can't get, like, emotionally right. crazy involved. But, like, you know, I see I see how it is. You know, some sometimes calls go their ways, man. I'm not going to say, like, oh yeah, they don't – sometimes it's just a little sketchy, man, like. And so is it all games. of peewee football that is not happening this year or just traced in peewee football? No, all peewee football. All peewee yeah, football. Yeah, so basically the whole city council came together and that's the board of the whole organization or like all the, the yeah. whole league. And uh, they canceled it, possibly rescheduling it to spring, but as of right now, no. That's so weird. I, I was just trying to figure out like the organizational structure of what a rec league management might look like. It's like, yeah. oh, they meet all the time. Yeah. That's so wild. Well, there's even like the boys at work. Tons of drama too. Like if parents, <laughs> oh, if yeah. parents go crazy and stuff, like, oh, I'm sure they'll have to. Yeah. PTA 2.0. Like mm-hmm. there's certain rules. People can't be on the stands. And, you know, there's a friend of ours that came to one of our games last year and our, our playoff game got kicked out because he was wow. like screwing some stuff. Uh, oh, a little rowdy. You know who you know who he is. I don't know. We, 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 Slim. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> so, 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 so the refs oh, were kind of fucking us, man. Yeah. Right? Like, and is Chad, that good? Chad Do over I here, that? he's like, he's like, Chad play. He plays fantasy football. He's like Seahawks. Oh, uh, he's like Super Bowl, whatever that Seahawks Super Bowl. Where yeah, they got blown up uh, or 
the the Steelers, right? Yeah. The, the bad call. And uh, then he said, meet me in the parking lot. <laughs> and the ref stopped the game. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. And then he got kicked out. They had to escort him out, and they wouldn't start the game. He would totally do that. Until, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the lady that runs the thing, she's like, asked him if he wanted to coach baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That's awesome. He, I told him what we were going to be talking about this week, and he said he was going to be listening. So he's going to hear this story. He's going to be like, those fuckers. I can't wait for him to text me and be like, I remember that shit. It was awesome. That's hilarious. That's funny. I love how you guys like vicariously know certain people. Yeah, we went to school together. Yeah. I actually saw worse. Great above. Yeah. Oh, shit, there was something else I was going to ask about Tracington. Just kidding. Uh, what? <laughs> Just fucking out with it already. Yeah. What's up? Uh, pew, no. Rec League, sports, blah, blah, blah. Mm. No. It had something to do with shutting down. Um, but, like, I guess these kids that used to come play peewee football, right? Like they're like you said, it's kind of daycare-ish at a, yeah. at a certain level. But... At the you younger know, level, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it gets more competitive. Of, what kind of, like, damage do you think these kids are going to be missing out, not, like, losing a year of football? Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. I have this one kid who, I'm not going to say his name, but he, I first coached him. Franklin. I first coached him. him. Well, okay, so Franklin, Franklin, two, three years ago, my first year coaching him, I'm coaching with Nick Whitesett. He can attest to this story. Good old Nick Whitesett. And, uh, Shout out Nick Whitesett. He writes, he, writes <laughs> he writes my offense every year. He's a... Uh, that's fucking He's an awesome. offensive genius. He lives, <laughs> he, in, oh, yeah. he lives in Ellensburg, bro. And he he's, writes my offense every year. So he's great at football. One year together wow. and became best friends. Like, who would ever thought, right? I just realized there's a gun right there. Oh, <laughs> this is my everyday carry. Yeah. But, um, shit, where was I going? Um, Nick Whitesett. Nick, okay, so there's this kid. Yes. Franklin. Franklin. We're playing a game. I believe it's a big game. We're hyping him up. And he says, Coach. All I see is red. Oh, no. And then, and then I don't say anything. And he says, I want to be covered in their blood. I'm Whoa. like, huh? And then, and then, um, so this is his, his job at the beginning of every game. And his parents love it. Me and Nick's thoughts are he would be a serial killer if it wasn't for football. Like he is wanting to hurt people. Yeah. And he told me at the end of the year, he's like, I wish I could play football all year round. I was like, your body would be broken, dude. Your body <laughs> would be broken. You can't do that to your body. When one season's enough, and um, you know, sarcastically, he wouldn't be a serial killer, right? But right. but he he has some where he has this drive to like do something. So the first play yeah. of every game, every single game, hopefully no nobody's watching this in other PB leagues. Yeah, right. Now they're gonna teams. get the inside secret. But quarterback first play says down, set hut on set. He rams that center as hard as he can, and we take the five yard penalty. And that, the rest of the game, the center is like this. He's like this, dude. They mess up the next snap almost every single time. That's almost genius. every single that time. So That's genius. genius. First play. It's an intimidation Man, factor. It's dude. worth the five yards. That's it is like, worth the five yards. Yeah, it is worth the five like yards. Franklin. No, because cool. Franklin is a killer, dude. Yeah. He has one speed, and that's full speed. Just savage all the time. Put him on kickoff. He's going to lay someone on the back. And so back. so you think that this is a, a very valuable outlet for Franklin that he probably doesn't have in another place in his life. Yeah. For sure doesn't. Some he wrestled, but that. but like I think sports, for me personally growing up, I learned way more about myself and like just what I'm capable of in sports yes. than 
in school. In school, yes. I, I felt like I wasn't good. You know, I barely graduated. I failed like algebra too, both semesters. Yeah. Signed up for it my senior year. They put me in financial math. <laughs> so it was like financial math. How much confidence did they have in yeah. me? But honestly, I I wouldn't knock financial math because I learned a lot about real life finances. Best mm-hmm. class I ever took in high school. Real life finances I learned about and I was like, wow, this is like yeah. taxes and like uh, different shit like that, how to save money. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Why isn't this like, why is this an elective class? Exactly. I should have paid more attention. To I needed credit. a math credit and that was like, all those classes well, that are like, that's an elective, but I'll, you know, they it. help you like do job interviews and all that stuff. Why don't we do that? Like mandatory? Because when you oh, get out, dude, I, when you get out and you take your, you do your first job interview, you're fucking shaking in your boots. Oh yeah. yeah. Sweating your ass off. Don't know what to wear. Yup. You know what I mean? When I feel like they, they being like the school district, you know, that board of education mm-hmm. are like, well, you do all these, you know, public speaking, like uh, speeches in front of the class and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that doesn't prepare you for a job interview. Like public no. speaking is not the same thing. As and it's mostly bullshit. You're reading your whatever right, you wrote down right, off the yeah. PowerPoint. Yeah. It's yeah. not the same thing as being asked. Like when I got this last job, I'm like, not interested in it. my boss asked me like, how much money do you think you should be making? And I was like, "That's an interesting question, what? boss." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I, I, do, I don't know." I was like, "No how much one do you think I should be making." That's, I was like, "No one has ever asked me how much money I think my time is worth." Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like. I don't know. I was like, I'm making, you know, this much now. I was like, I definitely think I should make more than that. I was like, but I don't know, like, <laughs> what exactly what amount of money I think I should be making. And I like that question, though, because it, it's makes, a great you, question. it makes you think about your worth. You exactly. Know? How much do you think you're worth? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think about that. Sit down and say, am I making my dreams come true? Or am I making this guy's great dream come true? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yep. at the end of the day, are you happy with yourself? Do you, are you doing what is fulfilling to your self-worth? Right. Because whatever, you may not pay attention to it, but there's still lingering thoughts in the back of your head. Like, am I really living up to myself? When I die, is God going to be like, you could have done this, you could have done that? Yeah. David Goggins always says, like, imagine God in heaven says, when you go to heaven, you could have been this, you could have been that, you could have been a Navy SEAL, but instead, you were an exterminator your whole life. That was his story because he was a Navy SEAL and all this shit, but he didn't believe in himself or he was scared a lot of the times. Like, if you read his book, he had a fucked up childhood life, like, growing up. But, like, you know, just the fact that he wanted to change, he wanted to do these things, it's, like, he knew what he was worth. Yeah. He knew what he was capable of. Yeah, he's got that newer book that just came out, right? Yeah, can't hurt me, dude. It's a fucking... I suggest the audiobook because what they do is they read it, and then in between chapters, they do, like, a podcast-style talk, him and the... The, the, um, whoever reads it, but he also helped mm, write the book. Really? Because David cool. Goggins not a, you know, he's not a writer. Yeah. So he had some, some like real good book writer come help with him. They became That's buddies awesome. and yeah. they do little, do little challenges in between. Like I challenge you this chapter, you know, do this. Like a lot of, a lot of good shit from that guy. Like he, he's really motivated me in my fucking life. I yeah. Would say so. <clears throat> I've heard one of my other coworkers has also listened to that book, and he said the same thing that it's just very motivational. And yeah, he he said he listened to it a lot when he's working out. Even though if you listen to David Goggins, he says motivation shit. So <laughs> motivation shit, you get motivated, you go for a run. The next day it's cold, and then you're like, I don't want to go on a run. Yeah. <laughs> you know when he he you know oh. Jerry? Have you heard of Jerry Itzler? He was the owner of the Atlanta Hawks, or he is the owner of the Atlanta yeah, Hawks. Yeah, yeah, okay. His his wife made Spanx. And he's really? like super rich family, right? Yeah. And um, he met he met David Goggins at a 
Yeah. 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 (laughs) And he owns the Atlanta Hawks, so it's like, they're not doing bad. Yeah. Um, David Goggins lived with Jerry Itzler for a month, and he said, like, one day it's freezing cold. uh, uh, A weather alert comes up, says, blizzard warning, do not go outside. And he said, David just goes, this is great. He's like, what? He's like, let's go for a run. He's like, David, they just said, don't go outside. He's like, yeah, this is perfect. Go for a run. Yeah. And then they go for the run. He comes back out. They come back from the run, like a four mile run. There's like a little um, lake area. It's frozen over. He said he fucking breaks a hole and he says, jump in. They both both jump in. And then his wife comes out and says, what is the medical benefit of doing this? And he says, there is no medical benefit. <laughs> Cause I'm just seeing how far your husband is willing to go, you know, because he's about that callous in your mind through the pain. Yeah. Using uh-huh. that pain to get you through it. Yeah. Those negatives to positives. Yeah. His episode, I heard him on Rogan. I think it must have been when the book came out. Yeah. That's yeah. why he was on there. That was he's, a he has two, episode. he has two podcasts on there. Okay. Yeah. I thought I, he seems so familiar. Yeah. He's known Goggins for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> It's very interesting, dude. I so, just added dude, that no, last I, name. I became yeah. a fucking David Goggins fanatic. I went and watched his uh, run, his ultra marathon runs and shit. Like mm. fucking, oh, he beast. does ultra marathons he, too. He broke the world record for the most pull ups in twenty four hours at one point. It's later been broken. Campaigns his kid just broke. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was helping helping train campaign. <sighs> yes, yeah. But he attempted it three times. The first time. He fucking, his whole hand was ripped off, basically, from the calluses. Oh, yeah. Just ripped his hand off. Ow. But he he eventually did it. That is so wild. That guy's insane, bro. So, before we kind of transition too far away from, um, I wanted to bring up Franklin again, right? Franklin. Because you you do a little bit of fighting. Yes. Martial Martial arts. arts, We'll we'll call it martial arts because we're talking about a child. Hmm. Do you think martial arts would be a good thing for Franklin to get into? I think so, yeah, because... um, is definitely not as I think more disciplined. It's more disciplined because you're not gonna be hitting each other mm-hmm. really like that. You're gonna be hitting pads, yeah. but you still get to use that energy and exert it. And and then at the end of the day, you know, you later on in life you can build like more confidence in yourself. Like, you know, you can you don't want to fight ever. I would always suggest avoiding every fight. Mm-hmm. You win a hundred percent of the fights you don't get in. Yeah. So like, definitely. It's, <laughs> it's excellent advice. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, I just, I hear Rogan talk a lot, especially specifically about like jujitsu and stuff. Yeah. It's like when he rolls with these people, it's like, you guys are trying to fucking kill each other. Yeah. But you know that no one's actually going to kill each other. Yeah. And it's like, I, I start to think about that as for martial arts. It's like, that's gotta be for people that have a lot of energy or who have a lot of demons or like, if you get, you know, something about football, the violence of football speaks to you. sounds like, you know, martial arts would probably be a really good outlet for that yeah. as well. Cause you could, you can more or less do the acts that, that you do. If, you know, if done with someone that's not trained to do that, you could fucking kill them. Right. That's the whole concept about it. But for the most part, you're evenly matched and then you have a nice big, fight about it and then it's all over yeah and it might yeah. be a good way for franklin to help do that although you can't really do that right now anyways i don't yeah. think i think it, it's hard yeah, are you able to train right now is that we're training right now you are? yeah 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 <laughs> we'll say uh commercial gyms probably are not necessarily open right now yeah but, but you could train in a garage what governor shit. Inslee says right now at this mm-hmm. point if you do train in a martial arts gym, you got to be six feet apart. Yep. Can't touch each other. Does that make sense? Doesn't make sense. At but all. Hey, guess what? 
Doesn't matter. We're you can shadow we're, box. We're, yeah, you, you know? can shadow box, dude. There's nothing you can do really from across yeah, the room based off the rules. That's one of those. We're not going to ban it, and maybe this is a decent time to transition about the, the stuff that's yeah yeah we can stuff, talk about local stuff like. In this latest round of restrictions, there's a lot Thursday, of Thursday they happened. Thursday. Just so everyone is aware on Thursday, just for the background, not to interrupt That's you, when the video came out. Jay Inslee, yes, when he decided, yeah, when he did his press conference was on Thursday and announced a new set of, I mean, we could call them rollbacks, you know, of, yeah. I mean, new restrictions, you know, on things that people can do because of the virus. Um, <laughs> and one of those things is like in, uh, in gyms. Yeah, because it, it depends on what phase you're in. Um, yeah, I've seen people in gyms, huh? Yeah, and, and so if you're in phase two, you can only have five people in the gym plus whoever's working there. Jesus Christ. But if you're in phase three, then you can have 25% capacity, which... It's probably fucking like in a bunch of places, like five people anyway. Yeah. Um, and then whoever is working there, and so nobody can go to the gym. Pretty, pretty <laughs> much. Um, and that's, wait, not like that's that's like a band without a band. When Jordan yeah. asked, she was like, "What about like like the YMCA?" You it's know, the YMCA. Closed. It's oh, it's just straight up closed. Yeah, I have a so really? through my work, we get a free membership. Oh, it's closed, man. Really closed mm-hmm. ever since. I'm trying to hit the sauna, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, because that's up. you think about it. It just because you can open doesn't mean an organization right, is going right. to right. Right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Especially yeah. something um, like the YMCA, which exactly. is, is YMCA. They're publicly funded, right? Or, or are they run by no, charity? Or I think they're they originally started as a Christian organization. Yeah, so okay. it's a it's a it's charity like, organization, but I don't think they're publicly funded. Okay. Sure they're okay. Yeah, they, yeah. But they, um, but they're still they're yeah they would be a charity organization. They're like a five hundred one c three type yes. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, that's interesting. Oh, uh, let me. Don't think so. No, you're wrong. <laughs> when they're teaching me about um, retirement funds. They're like, they're like, this is a 403B. I'm like, what the fuck does that okay. mean? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, that's just the tax code. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh What's the difference? God, What's a 401k and a 403B? They're both retirement funds, but the tax code's different. So some's fucking. Different some's different. Taxes. The fund's different. It's different. It's but different. It's restrictions yeah. on like when you can take money out, how yeah. much money you can take out. They make out, that stuff like so that. complicated. Yes. On oh, purpose. Yeah. So yeah. that you, hey, you can't do it yourself. Yes. That's exactly why exactly. I saw that way. That's um, why you get TurboTax. Creating industries yes. is all that they're doing, which just give a bunch of people a job. Yep. That's um, what government jobs are. Yep. More certifications, more jobs. Anyway, uh, so, so, oh yeah, so the stuff about gyms and then for like bars, you can't, you can't drink inside of a bar anymore they can't serve alcohol in the bar but they can have they said they were going to make some way so that you can have like a beer garden outside you know if you have an outside area yes yeah but Mm -hmm. so now you can't no inside alcohol service and alcohol service has to stop at 10 um if you're going to go to a restaurant that's when you go to the bar you're going to go to a restaurant you can only eat inside with people you live in the same house with Yes. If you with, want to eat. And you have with, to write your names down in case someone there has coronavirus. Um, no one has done That's that. still voluntary. Yeah. yeah no, okay. and, and when we've been out to eat and no one's asked us for that when we've gone. Um, we went to one winery uh, when we were over in Chelan for 4th July weekend that um, they had it totally optional, but you could put your name and phone number down on their contact tracing program. Just in case. But that was 
one so, like, out on of a which tablet. is a huge six we went like, to. It's a safe thing to just like cover liability or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 not a bad idea. And it's like a reputation thing too. I feel like right. You know? Yeah, and I think that an optional way, if you're a business, optional is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's here. If you want to put it down, then all good. But we're not going to ask you for it because and we're going to sell your information. <laughs> <laughs> Expect some junk emails. Dude, that's fine. <laughs> yes, you can only eat inside with people you live in the same house with. Yep. Um, so you, if you want to go to dinner with your parents, you got to live, you got to eat outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like new, you know, capacity restrictions. Yeah. So um, from the, and I don't know what this is about medium.com, but all the governors and stuff seem to have these things posted on medium. Why? Right? I don't know. Medium. But from his medium post. Medium, like anyone can post on medium. Why are they? I don't like that. It's so weird. But the actual restaurants and bars uh, slide that they like to talk about is indoor dining limited to household members. Alcohol sales must end at at 10 p.m. Yeah. Um, table size reduced to five people and total and total occupancy of 50% capacity in for those counties in phase three. Um, so if you're not in phase three, it's still five a table. Um, and then also only in your own, from your old household. Um, game areas are closed and card bars, rooms and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And then bars will close indoor service, which essentially shuts down a lot of bars. But, but they did, they were asked about that, that most yes. bars weren't because it's a different type of licensing. And they, they yeah. said not, they didn't like explain, but he said they were going to, looking to make some way that bars could do shit outside. Yeah. So, and we'll see how that'll work because logistically it's going to be a lot harder for certain places to have oh, outdoors. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then what happens if it rains that day? Sorry, I guess we're basically closed today. And there's some places that have like outdoor areas as it is, you know, yeah. that you can take Which your, is nice. But there are other places that don't. If you want to go outside, you have to leave your drink there and go outside and yep. smoke and then come back in. Um, but there's one, it used to be the arena and then it was Joey's Hangout and now it's closed again. Oh, um, yeah. That had like a fat outdoor area with like a cornhole and fucking horseshoes and like oh, all wow. the shit. And like, so that dude. Could have made a bunch of money probably just because he had a fat outdoor area. Yeah. But he's closed now because of fucking Rona. Um, so. Which sucks, man, because yeah, a lot of small businesses are taking. Oh, I dude, counted three driving through Bremerton yesterday. Three closed businesses driving through Bremerton. Um, yeah. The Napa across from Fred Meyer is closed. That's the only one that I can remember. Mm-hmm. But two other things that were closed driving through Bremerton um, that I was just like the fuck dude yeah you know but that's exactly how it's this sad. is so yeah. and and that was that was addressed right if we're going to be talking about james then we need to talk about this little snippet right um is that he was asked about all these businesses you know that are like struggling and so who, who? jansley jansley during okay. the press yeah absolutely during the press it was asked about the businesses that are struggling and so the reporter said you know there are a lot of businesses that are already kind of on the edge as it is right now and with exactly. these new restrictions there mm-hmm. i'm sure there's going to be some that close and his response was you know like we want to do something but i really have to wait until congress like does whatever they're going to do because you know they only gave us a hundred million dollars and i don't want to spend it in you know on day one and i also don't want to spend it all on day 100 and so i don't want to get rid of it all and i don't know what to do and so he said you know in the end i need to wait for federal congress to find out yeah and then one of the very next questions was no and that's been a huge cop out for him this entire time it's like well i I gotta wait for congress i have to wait for congress i need to see what you know they're gonna do and then keeps talking about all these millions of dollars he has in this emergency fund just in case we need it 
but I really want to win for Congress. You know, mm-hmm. well, the pattern to me seems as like whatever California does, Newsom does. <laughs> Two weeks later, Washington does it. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. It seems as if I see something happen in California. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, Here so comes. something that I think he seems to be leading the way on is one of the next questions was about <laughs> a disparity of coronavirus cases in, like, the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. Um, and Because the total number of cases in, according to Washington, to, to our health department and stuff like that, the – let me go to that actual slide where they show the demographics. Um Oh, where'd you go? Jeez, dude, you just uh, race and ethnicity. So uh, I've been in the game for a long time. Out of the total confirmed cases we have, we scoot in just a little bit. Fifty thousand eight hundred twenty-four. Oh, okay. I mean, you can, you guys can get real close if you want. I'm, just no for it to be bro. in frame. Well, we can, can be closer on to his lap. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we. As of right now, Washington State, 50,824 confirmed cases, right? And of that, there are 34% of those cases that we know of do not have any kind of uh, race race or ethnicity um, statistic associated with it. Sorry. So of the remaining – God, you bunch of fucking stoners. What percentage – I'm sorry. What percentage don't have any race statistics? 34%. Don't have any race right? statistics. So then of that, whatever, that's going to be 66. 66% remaining, 43% um, put down their race, race or ethnicity as Hispanic, <clears throat> right? Hispanic Versus or Latino? No, it's just, just Hispanic. Hispanic. Well, and then what the, the fuck? other ones would be non-Hispanic white, non-Hispanic black, non-Hispanic Asian, non-Hispanic Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander, That's non-Hispanic weird. other race, non oh god, non-Hispanic multiracial, <coughs> and non-Hispanic American Indian or Alaska Native. Why so are, are those? That just, seems like a really weird way for all of that to be asked. That's that's the way I see most. Um, race statistics on any statewide Wait, so form these days. So, this? how do they do this? The test? It's when when you get a coronavirus test and you test positive, then they're yeah. they're asking you about your ethnicity, mm-hmm. and which so you don't have is, to give. But no. So, so what this is. Have? So what's the? So the question was from Univision, which is which is an Espanol news network, right? Mm-hmm. And the question was about the disparity and what are you going to do for you know these people? What are we going to do to help them? And so his response: Do you have the whole question or like the whole response or what's the? I could do the the whole response was a little long, right? Yeah, because he starts to talk about other things, but. Um, essentially, he he. Okay, so he maybe said, I should go back to the whole. No, it's fine. So, so in in his response, because he starts talking about you know people. These are the people that pick our food. These are mm. people that do all this stuff. I mean, even though he wasn't asked about illegal immigrants, all he was asked about is his Hispanic people. Yes, his immediate response is about people who pick our food and the people who do this shit. I'm pretty sure that Hispanic people do all kinds of jobs. Yeah. I'm fucking yeah. Hispanic. I don't pick food. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So. Odd, odd that that's the first place that he goes, but he's super PC. He's not racist at all, but mm-hmm. that's the first thing he talks about is yeah. fucking people who pick food, right? <laughs> super weird. And then he starts talking about how he's gonna, he's going to, presumably, because I don't know where else the money would come from, create a taxpayer funded from the Congress. Yep. Fund of money that will be distributed to undocumented immigrants. So we'll let his words kind of speak for themselves here. Hopefully you can hear it from here. If not, we'll, we'll Second, go back over we it. Are, uh, we will be standing up. I hope to announce this fairly shortly. 
Uh, we're in talks with legislators on this now of a fund to help the people who do not get access to assistance now because they lack documents. These are people who are feeding us. These are people who have been denied immigration status by the total failure of Congress to pass comprehensive immigration reform. There are people who have been here for decades. So that's a package that we, we want to help these folks. Uh, we also have uh, uh, some of the things we've announced here in the housing thing could help because we want we want people to be able to isolate when they when they get symptoms and they're either positive or waiting for a test we want them to be able to isolate so that's why we've uh, we're creating a fund that can be helpful uh, in that regard so that they can, they won't you know transmit the disease to other so not only is it a tax a taxpayer funded fund, right? I don't even know what else approved to call that, right? Approved by the legislature. His motivation is because of the lack of motion from Congress is why he's doing this, but he can't help small businesses because of the lack of motion from Congress. Yeah. So again, I'm Hispanic. My great grandparents on my dad's side came here from Mexico. I at least half of my grandparents came here from another country. I am thousand percent in favor of DACA. Colin and I have done entire episodes arguing about DACA, about the origins of it, about the legitimacy of it. I am a thousand percent in favor of total immigration reform in this country because the system is so fucked up, yeah. right? I am, however, not. I am stoutly not in favor of using my tax dollars, your tax dollars, their tax dollars to pay people who are undocumented here, who came here throughout the correct channels, right? When there are still people here who were born here who... And I'm not trying to make an argument about people who were born here are better. It's not about being better or anything like that. When you're talking about entitlements from the government that exists here, the people born here under those protections deserve those protections first, right? And you have people who are losing their businesses because... Because Congress can't get their shit together, but because Congress can't get their shit together, we need to support people who were not born here. And I think that that's extremely wrong. And I don't think that... I mean, let's not put it that way. Let's not say that weren't born here. Let's just say that aren't legal residents, that are illegal... Illegal residency, yes. right? Because because you're right. The being born here has no nothing to do with it. It has yeah. it's the it's the legality of the immigration here that has mm-hmm. to do with it, and it's not because there's been some great immigrants it, that have come here and done percent. some great so things th- for America. Oh, yeah. oh, right. So thank you. I'm not trying to you know what I'm saying. Yeah, just come but, see why. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No, no, no. You're you're correct. And I I I glad you know what I'm saying. And if fucking Caroline even knows what I mean, no, but I I, I, know, yeah. I, I feel this one's saying. for the yeah. internet. Yeah. No, you're you're totally right. But I just. I am I am deeply disturbed by that. You know, at mm-hmm. people losing losing their businesses, their businesses closing. You yeah, know people what I'm that saying? had They're, businesses for fifty and, years, and I'm growing even more troubled with these people that are not either unemployed or have been lucky enough to keep their jobs that like there's there's this whole people in the middle that are being totally brushed over because they're not on polar ends you know mm-hmm. it's oh well the the payroll tax cut is good but only for people who kept their jobs what about all the people that are un- unemployed you know mm-hmm. what about all this other money this extra say six hundred dollars oh but that's not good for people who you know who still have their jobs like they're just pissed off you know <laughs> there are tens of thousands of people who got to keep their jobs and also lost money at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to, like, use myself as an example of, like, well, what about me? 
you know, but just as an example for those tens of thousands of people, I was lucky enough to keep my job, yep. but I also worked 50 hours before I was making it like I needed that to support my family. So my wife can stay home with our kid. I, I was losing hours now because of what's going on, but <clears throat> my company cares enough about us that they didn't want to lay us off. They didn't want us to have to potentially wait seven weeks to get checks in the mail from the government, you know, because yeah, because you may have got more money, but we know someone, one of our close friends that waited, I think, eight weeks with no money yeah. before she got, before you get cash. You know? And yeah. it's great because then you get a lump sum, but you still have to survive that eight weeks with no fucking money, money until yeah. the end. You know? Because most people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And oh. I, I a thousand times over appreciate that I got to keep my job and I was in a very, very lucky position, you know? So I, I am not the prime example, but there are many people who are in, similar positions that were not as lucky that kept their jobs and lost a fuckload of money yep. and those people are just not even discussed in this you and know dude you see these giant corporations right getting billion dollar payouts bankrolled. right bankrolled and yeah. then they're still laying off thousands of people yeah like boeing laying off so many people but they're getting 300 some billion yep. to support PP, them yep that uh oh what was the name the pp PPP. PPP. The That's Payment Protection Act. Payroll Protection Act. Yep. Payroll Protection Program. PPP. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, now we're, yeah. Now we're trying to argue over more of that. And I, so it frustrates me that on this particular note with Jay Ainsley, <clears throat> that I'm adamantly against something I would normally be so in favor of. You know what mm. I'm saying? Pathway to citizenship, this whole time we've been doing the podcast, I'm like, fucking let them have a way to, yeah. to be here. You, way, yeah. Especially in talking about DACA, we know people that are dreamers, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? They, When you are six years old and your parents take you across the border, you have no control over what you're doing when you're mm -hmm. a child, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Let the motherfuckers live here. This is this is why is this even a discussion yeah, that we're going having? To you know, here forever going to school here, having a job here, existing, paying taxes, having it a totally contributing member of society. Let the motherfuckers live here. Like what? Yeah. What is? You know what I'm saying? So it, I'm so frustrated that I'm yeah to to try and defend the people that we defend as a show consistently. You know the unheard people, you the politically homeless, like you called them earlier this week, right? That mm. I've heard that it. Those are the people that are being left behind, that are yeah. being just completely fucking ignored because they got to keep their job. So fuck them, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and I see a dude a lot working at a community clinic because, you know, it's like we're the low income and a lot right. of undocumented come because we do a sliding scale. So based off your income and all we need from them is a paper from their boss, a note showing, you know, that this is how much they make and they get paid cash. Yeah. And we put them on a sliding scale. And they can come and just pay cash and get health care. Right. Know, basically. Well, and as to partially to that note, right? And to this James, like, there's been continued discussions from him about, you know, ICE and operations during this time. In the very beginning, it was announced federally that there were not going to be anybody deported because they went and got a coronavirus test or they yeah. went to the hospital. They were like, we're not doing that. We're yeah. not. That's not what's important right now. We're not exactly. trying to kick people out. We're trying to make make sure people don't come in. That's our biggest concern, you know? Yeah. And so just this renewed shit of just 
of American citizens being left behind, you know, in favor of this progressive intersectional message of like, nobody is illegal. You know, no human being is illegal. And that's, that's, I, I'm, you know, I don't think anybody is arguing that uh, that's a whole other issue, but it's, yeah. it's just frustrating for, for, to see people being left behind in favor of a message that seems irrelevant at this point in time, you know, that has been deemed federally irrelevant <clears throat> at this point in time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very frustrated by that, you know, mm-hmm. and to see other people championing like, God, he's doing so fucking good. You know, he's doing all this really great shit, like all this fantastic stuff that's going down in our state. What a model, you know, Washington <laughs> state is dude. of how we've handled coronavirus. Yeah, dude, the, and the, it's insane. So I, funny. He ran for president. Dude. Oh, my God. He ran you, for president. Do you want to know what, what my biggest uh, beef with? Stage, I so wanted to bad. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know my biggest beef with the James Lee presidential run is, yeah. and we talked about this too, is that over the time that he was running for president, millions of dollars in taxpayer money in security for the state patrol that were going with him. They were traveling with him to other states. They were on campaigning. Mm-hmm. Millions of dollars yeah. extra that he pulled out of the fund that he never paid back. Yeah. That he just wasted on doubled security patrols at one point, people staying there, overtime, hotels, all this stuff Food. that he Yep, that he's using taxpayer money on for his presidential run that he never paid back. And that's the thing about politicians, you know, they got so much power and then they can just do basically what they want. And it's right? like no one even like we talked about it. We're fucking screaming about it. We're like he's literally like literally millions of dollars he's thrown away. Seattle Times is writing articles about it. Hey, you're uh-huh. welcome for the free vacation. Yeah. You just yeah. don't give a shit. We're literally bankrolling his presidential run yeah you know for his Jesus failed presidential Christ. bid yeah which was a joke yep and he people are jazzed no there was there was, was like maybe, no chance maybe you know that's some deep state shit because you know the dnc is really to me is nothing but a faceless fucking just image of you know who who runs that shit and who says joe biden's the one and then to the point where all these people Certainly are fighting on the, yeah. they're fighting on the debate sp- stage. Mm-hmm. They're all trashing Joe Biden. Every single one. I even tweeted, I was like, this is beat Biden. This is what it's turned into this whole debate. The last couple of debates. Two minutes yeah. of just each of them trying to get at him. Yeah. And then a month later, one by one, they all say, I endorse Joe Biden. This is, he's the man. Yeah. To yeah. Like, like, what the yeah. hell, dude? And then Kamala, Kamala Harris is going to be, his VP. Is that what you think? Kamala I don't know, Harris but, is here. You know, I I read I just look at Google News and just mm-hmm. scroll through it and she her we'll name's see. definitely being discussed yeah, widely. Being thrown out the, there a the lot. VP pick. And she was one of the number ones who was on his ass. Yeah. I think that would be a mistake. That would be a mistake, dude. But, we would be Oh god, dude. Yeah. We're, the, we're the new fucking North Korea after that. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's talk about potential phase 4 real quick. Um and then we can talk about political unrest shortly and then we'll we'll get into political our, unrest. Yeah. Um, the heavy lifting. Yes. So <laughs> So there are talks this week began for a potential phase four stimulus plan um, mm-hmm. federally, nationally. Um, and the things that I have heard so far, right? Because last week I heard they were going to try and introduce one this week. And then Mitch yeah. McConnell was like, no way. we got some time going on. Um, one of the big sticking points that we kind of 
mentioned earlier that I mentioned earlier is the payroll tax cut, right? So the president has been really in favor of this payroll tax cut, which will increase the, you know, the amount of paycheck that you get every week because it reduces the amount of taxes that are taken out. And the big argument has been, well, that only helps people, you know, who are working right now. And as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of people who are working right now that could also use more money. Um, so I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. One of the things that's been talked about is, reducing the amount of money that's brought in through unemployment. Um, yep. There was that $600 that yes, was added in the beginning that expired yesterday <clears throat> on yep. Friday was the last day. <clears throat> um, and so there was talks of, you know, extending it. And then if we're going to extend it, are we going to do the same amount? Are we going to do less? The last number that I heard was 70%. Um, and I am still unclear if they meant 70% of that $600 or 70% of what your wage was prior to yeah. unemployment. Yeah. It's 70% I mean, of your wage. That. That's what the idea was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, because all here was just 70%. And yeah. I was like, 70% of fucking what? Right. Because I also heard, you know, just an extra $200, an extra whatever. So I wasn't sure what they meant. So, okay. So 70% of what your wage was prior. And, which makes it infinitesimally more complicated. Way more complicated. And totally yeah. impossible for yeah. if the if to the, calculate that for if our state work, government couldn't handle the flat six hundred, then how do we think we're going to react when we have to do everybody as an individual yeah. case? They're going to yeah. be like this. What the fuck are we doing? Well, Edward? not not <laughs> to mention right when unemployment was expanded it was expanded for people who were independent contractors and you know just owned their own businesses stuff like that people who ordinarily would not be eligible for unemployment because partially because there's almost no way to try and figure out how much their weekly wage would be yep. you run into this issue now yeah. that how do you decide how much that person makes a week because we couldn't figure it out beforehand mm -hmm. so do you just give them 70% of what they were getting before unemployment do you just give them whatever they're so on top of figuring out independent 70% of their wages, you have That's to, insane. you have to try and decide, like we were talking about earlier, how much money is this person yeah. worth, you yeah. know, because, because yeah, yeah. we didn't know before. So let's just try and make it up now, yeah. you know, because it, if you weren't independent, an independent contractor making $3,000 a week before, you know, and now you're making $850 a week, you know, cause I think the, the minimum in the state at least is like $258 plus that $600 would have been 850 bucks, which is, I, I think that's what it is. That's, I, I don't know for sure. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. No, so no, don't, don't like quote that. me on it, but, <laughs> but either way. So, I mean, you're still cutting your wage, you know, I mean, in a third. And that's just because you were doing so well before. Yeah. So what do you, what do you do with all those people? You know, you've got to have a cap on it somewhere. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm curious to see where that's going to go. Mm -hmm. Um, there's $105 billion going to schools. Like I think 30 billion going to colleges and the rest of it is going to K through 12 schools for safety and cleaning and whatever. And I've heard <laughs> from a lot of aren't going to, I've heard a lot of people, <laughs> teachers and stuff, uh, county coordinators say that that's still not enough, you know, <clears throat> that it's only. In a lot of cases, enough for like one janitor per school where they had one sharing a few schools before. And they're like, that's still only one janitor, you know, like that's still not enough to adequately clean an entire school for several hundred children every single day, multiple times a day, you know. So there's a lot of discussion that that's still not enough money. Uh, but there are many budget hawk Republicans that are concerned that right now is not the time to be spending more money. We've already spent so much money. I don't want to spend more money, you know? Yeah. And who is, who is Mitch McConnell to the point where like, he's the one that makes the decision of these $2 trillion 
packages. Oh, of the cap, yeah. How, why is his name <clears throat> the one that, oh, he doesn't, you know. He's just the top dog. He's just, that's, that's like, he's he just the top one turtle, that can just bro, make the these turtle. choices yeah. that the, involve trillions of dollars. Yeah, he's yes. the my, my majority leader of the Senate. And so kind of like how Nancy Pelosi gets to kind of dictate what says in the House because she's the Speaker of the House. Yeah, and how He gets much, to do the same thing for the Senate. Yeah. How much plastic surgery do you think Nancy Pelosi is? Too much. God, Way too much. Life. Skeletor. Yeah, no one calls she is Skeletor. scary looking, yeah. bro. Um, I agree. I yeah. agree. I compared it to, have you seen the pictures of when they have cartoon characters in real life? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's That's what I would compare yeah, it to. Yeah. When you see that, you know, because I saw them once on like on my TV and I was sitting on the floor stretching, so I was like real close to it. Oh, so my president, gosh. like Mike Pompeo, and I was like, this is fucking horrifying. Yeah. Like, they look terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, Retire. Yeah, scary. It's not good. Go I back. Go into a coffin. Yeah, and I'm as, as far as federal spending goes, we've we've spoken adamantly about concerns about it. You know that like, what are we doing to the actual value of the dollar? Not not just globally, but in the minds of Americans. And, you know, and, yeah, if you're like, seeing trillions of dollars be added to the debt, how, like how confident do you feel? And in it, how much it, money? It really, is what I know? what I think it comes down to is the stock market. You know, they want it to crash because these billionaires are just going to buy back into it with the pay, the pay or the the bailouts they're getting with all this money. Boeing yeah. stocks drop. And then they fucking rose again because it'll never crash. Yeah. It'll never crash. Yeah. That's, that's one of those. That's why I like too big to fail. We yeah, can't yeah. let the airlines. I like go to out see, you know, more people getting into stocks like, yeah. you know, like us. That is exactly what happened with the phase three was mm-hmm. that the airlines um, specifically were just bolstered with federal funds. Yeah. Um, something that. And their stocks we, drop. We, yeah. Southwest mm-hmm. airlines um, plummeted. But to but to this again. to this point, I was saying, you know, we've talked a lot about concerns about the debt and stuff like that. But I, I'm at this point of the mind, and not just for myself, you know, I'm of the mind that I don't know that now is necessarily the time to be worried about how much we're adding to it, you know. And that might yeah. be like a frivolous idea, but uh, I don't the, think it's frivolous at the point that we've already dropped. Was like we talked about like eight, ten million, ten trillion dollars that we've added since January, you know. I mean, no, by all means, send me another check. At, at, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this point, you know, just stack another three and let's move the fuck on. Yeah. Like, that's you, if you do you watch the show Rising? No. Do you watch the show mm-hmm. Rising? So, right. the, the two people that host it were on Joe Rogan, uh, Sagar oh, and Jetty yeah. and Crystal is it Ball. Yeah. It is on YouTube. Yeah. It is done by The Hill. Um, and I've started to watch it. That is quickly become my favorite political show. Oh, you shit, really yeah. should watch Rising. I follow yeah. them on Twitter. And they mm-hmm. talk consistently about how consumer spending has been the only thing that has bolstered the economy over this time. The mm-hmm. extra $600, the $1,200 checks that people got, their willingness to spend money over this time is the only thing that has bolstered the economy because everything else is shut down. You know? Mm-hmm. So the, That's incredible. So the way to, to fix this is to just fucking put money in the hands of people. That's it, at least by the numbers. That's what we have. We've been shown, you know, at least from what I've seen there is. Yeah. And then I'd have put, to ask, you know, how are they doing those tests? What are they, what are they looking at? Yeah. And they've, they've shown a couple of you that's, you should watch it because I can't, yeah, definitely, I definitely, can't spin exactly. in the sources or anything because yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. taking notes, but I've seen. Probably called, over a course of three weeks now, oh, they've shown different, several it, yeah. different studies um, that are showing the dip in the economy. And then when the checks come out and the unemployment goes up and mm-hmm. it's 
the, that's what's keeping it afloat. It's just and people being able to spend money. And I don't, you know, it doesn't make Andrew sense, Yang right? Was, right. Andrew Yang was a big oh yeah dude on, you know? Yeah. And I feel like towards the end of the debates, he knew he wasn't going to win. So he was just yeah. planting the seed, you know? Like, uh-huh. with every question, he made UBI. sure he had an answer yeah. yep. for it and how it would correlate and help that problem. Right. And and a lot of it, you know, you can't say it didn't make sense what he was saying. Right. But, I mean, you know, obviously yeah. he did have some like proposals where he was going to, you know, like the, the, you know, that social system where you like get social credits. Yeah. Like the Chinese social credit mm-hmm. system that they have over there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of turns into something else. He had some you, odd you views like, on yeah. guns and stuff too, that I didn't yeah. necessarily love. Yeah. But, like um, you, you can like some things and that's with everybody. But he, had, know, some, like, but he had some good stuff. You could, mm-hmm. you could tell kind of he had the heart, his heart was in the Absolutely. right place. You know yeah. What I mean? I'd like to see this is a slight aside, but in a potential Biden administration, I would love to see Andrew Yang in some position, mm-hmm. you know, economically. But you know that the DNC won't allow it. Well, I don't know. I but, think that well, there's potential that, that he's for done, a cabinet position. I think yeah. there's potential for that. He's, and he has a huge following. So yeah, he's yeah. very mainstream now. Yeah. Not to like take well, away yeah, from his did, edginess, but he he's join, very popular. You he, know, and then he did join um, CNN, which you yeah. know, a lot of people say he sold out and. A lot of conspiracies. I think he's trying to get that message out. But also, I think he's just yeah, he's just trying to get his name out because people see him on TV and they're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Socialist. He he, he had cash before, so it's not about money. You know, he bankrolled so much of that presidential bid that he was doing that it's not. Oh, he did a great job. Oh yeah, he gave. He did it the right way. He's giving money away still. Yeah, yeah, it still is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was at a point where he gave one or more to test it out. UBI. Yeah, yeah. But I will say this though about the. I think he's kind of trying to be an insurgent. He's a because he, I think at, in the heart, like he is an IDW guy. Yeah. Um, but what, what does that mean? Oh, um, intellectual dark web. Oh. Like, uh, do you are you familiar with that term? No. Okay. Um, so the intellectual dark web would mm-hmm. be people like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. um, Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. I've I seen Ben Shapiro just posted a video, intellectual yeah. dark yes. web, and yes. then it was just snippets of their because i seen those two podcasts with oh, yeah. um, ben shapiro yes and i seen he just was on joe rogan and every time i listen to ben shapiro either he's gonna like say something that's gonna like piss me off or i'm oh, gonna yeah. be like okay or something oh, that yeah. totally makes sense and i'm like yeah You're right you know because yes. i think like, I, I think like 180 yeah, every time exactly I, I like him but then sometimes i had to unfollow him on twitter at one point because i was just like oh, yay poppy yeah. like what the fuck are you doing yeah he's, i would he's a hot and cold for me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i love him when he says sometimes certain he things a, and then sometimes you're like god damn it one. just get the fuck over this little yeah. issue you have here buddy yeah exactly. but but yeah it's like them uh the weinstein brothers yeah um, i've seen i've seen both those i think eric was the one who originally coined IDW. And then I Barry Weiss right. wrote that article yeah. that like spelled out a Dude, bunch and that's of crazy yeah. that in Eric there. Weinstein shit or was it his brother? That happened so close to home, you know? Oh, Evergreen. Evergreen. Yes, yeah. just Evergreen. Yeah. I've been, I've been yeah. there a couple times for I was going to try and wrestle in community college and yeah. Oh yeah. Did some practices yeah. there and shit and it's a nice, it's a nice uh, campus. Oh, I'm sure. I would say. There's a lot of crazy ideas on that campus. But, dude, yeah. no, when I went there, bro, I seen, you know, people fucking they had like the the rope connected to two trees and they're fucking walking Slack across lines. and shit. Oh. Yeah. And they're all the hippie they're, shit. Yeah. They're yeah. like in circles reading books and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. 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 So, Colty over there. Yeah. Right. Little over there. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Green so there was one more kind of thing I wanted to kind of add mm-hmm. when we're talking about all this extra money and all this. Yes. Right. 
So when we talk about national debt and adding the, you know, roughly eight to 10 trillion that is going to be added to the debt throughout the Trump presidency, we, there, due to the way that the federal government has done this release of funds from the treasury and all this good stuff, they have been somehow un, like able to kind of work around the problem with printing an extra 10 million, 10 trillion fucking dollars somehow, within, yeah. with inflation. But I think that comes down to the fact that since our money isn't tied to a commodity, it, it really truly is up to us, the, you know, the consumers, if you will, to actually decide whether or not this money is worth anything or not. You know, it's like, what are we not going to, we kind of control the prices by spending or not spending money. Yeah. So it's, it's almost maybe, maybe, I mean, I'm not an economist or anything, but maybe that's the only reason we haven't had a total utter economic collapse because our right. money is not necessarily worth anything, just worth whatever kind of we and the rest of the world yeah. wants to pay for it. Have you guys seen the movie or like the documentary thing, Zeitgeist? Yes. I haven't. Dude, heard, my my yes, brother I, I was telling you about, he showed me that. When I was like 14 years old. It will fuck your brain up. Well, I'm not ready for it. Dude, and I had just gotten baptized for the second time because I was Mm. like super Christian and I had fucked up, you know, in school and like got expelled and suspended and shit. And you're like, like, what did I do? You know, so I'm trying to like save myself, right? And then I see this documentary. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucked up in the head. I'm scared of shit. But then older I got, you know, like you understand, like, our money's not backed by anything. Mm-mm. It's just literally printed. It's just an elect uh, an electronic it's- number that's just grows and grows and grows, and yeah, it'll never weird. ever stop. There is a one man. If we all went to the ATM right now to pull out our money, we wouldn't be able to get it. Yeah, it, we'd run out of hard currency. There is one man who goes at this point by the name of Jerome Powell, who is chosen by the president and sits atop the Fed and decides. <laughs> What happens there is as far as interest rates and inflation and all the stuff. But isn't is the like, Fed like drop the interest rates from from the government? I mean, it's its own entity. It is. I mean, I, legally, I but guess, but but it's run by political. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's the the federal the chair of the Federal Reserve. His name is Jerome Powell, and he is hand selected by the president. Yeah. Mm. So. President Trump selected Jerome Powell to be Is that every the president. Every president. Don't select a new guy. He can leave it if you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, but you have the the power as the president, as the executive, to choose. Quite interesting, right? Yes. Very Quite interesting that interesting. A, that a president's salary is like what four hundred thousand? Yeah, something like year? that. Yeah, like four four fifty, something like that. Four twenty five. But then for the rest of their life, they're just oh yeah, you just got secret service and live in a mansion forever. I mean, <laughs> well, and they all Given what it is. Well, and the thing I'm about but you're Hillary okay Clinton, you're doing what two hundred fifty thousand presidents. And mm-hmm. the thing about presidents, like they'll generally write a book, you know, and that's kind of yeah, how America yeah. takes <clears> care of them is they'll write a book and then everybody buys it, and right. that's and even if you don't read it. Tour, yeah, if you like them, then you buy their book, you know. Even if you don't read it, you know, but you're like, oh, I fucked with Obama, so you buy his book, you know. You yeah. fuck, Trump is gonna definitely gonna write another book when yeah, he's okay. done. He's gonna write like four or five books when he's done. Okay, let's, like, let's get it straight. Everybody he's not hates write me. Any of them. This is how I did it. Yeah. This is how to win. I'm the shit, America. Like that's well, that's how they're I'm all living gonna in go. Cuba for the rest of my life. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yep. Glenn Maxwell's still alive. I'm peacing out right now. I'm leaving. <laughs> Anyway, so so, so the yeah, so the last yeah. two points on the on the federal bill that is, as it looks right now is liability protection for companies, yep. which you know we'll debate at another time. Um, and then it's reported 
there's going to be another round of stimulus checks that look exactly like the last ones. Mm-hmm. So you got another twelve hundred coming your way. Hard so. maybe because it's still got to go. The He's Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Yeah. Well, Mitchell I don't. McConnell, it seems to have worked out some kind yeah, of deal it that seems, would do right? this yeah. with the White House, right? <clears throat> yeah. With the uh, minutiae. I read on Thursday. If yeah. I had to predict specifically about the payments, I don't think you'll get any less than you did last time. I yeah. think there's yeah, potential think so. during discussions you get more than you got last time. Yeah. But I don't think you'll get any less than you got the last time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cause, but the biggest holdup right now, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer came out and said essentially that, um, you know, the Republicans in the Senate want to do it kind of bill by bill by bill. They want to do a big yeah, not just this. Bill. I read that just not right. just yeah. one giant like so, the CARES Act was or whatever. Yeah, so they'll have to get <clears> over <throat> that first hurdle before we can even decide what's actually going to be in it. Which I mean, so kind of makes sense because we'll, yeah, no one was really tracking all the money last time. It's, it's certainly the way that is. Yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I kind mean, of the way they the do business. Well, and it's if if you look at. You know, the history of America mm-hmm. and the times that, especially since World War II, you know, when the economy really dips, like, that's just kind of, this is the first time it's come, I guess during Obama, they also gave out some checks, but I mean, this is the first time I think that it's come as like unemployment checks, like fat yeah. economic stimulus in the hands of people, you know, but it's always come from governmental stimulus in some fashion, whether they're bolstering an industry, the airline industry, this particular time, the travel industry, you know, um, the defense industry, people buying war bonds and shit like that. Like there's any number of times that the economy has dipped and the government's just like, this is how we do it. This is just the first time that it's been checks. And I think there's something that makes conservatives, Republicans inherently uncomfortable with the idea entitlements, you know, with the idea of giving people money, that they haven't earned, quote unquote, you know, which they will get also, exactly. So, <laughs> which which they are getting every single day with yeah. their fucking paycheck. So, yeah. Um, so they're yeah they're and it's the same thing with the budget hawks, the people that have always been concerned about you know the deficit or the deficit hawks. They're always concerned about the deficit that are for some reason choosing now to make a stand, you know, mm-hmm. of well we've spent enough. You know, I don't think that it needs to be that when I don't think you could point to evidence of anything else sustaining the economy, mm-hmm. you know? So like, we got to understand, to, yeah. we're going to be operating the red forever they, they from know, now they on. Know, yeah. They know, like, well, I feel like we've been in the red since. Yeah. I think the last forever, time man. we had a budget surplus was during Bill, Bill, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Jesus last time nice. we had a surplus was Clinton. And that was that not that bitch. long ago. And it was like 95, I think, was the last year that we had a surplus. And now where are we at? We got a credit card with no Bush. spending limit, maybe. And we've been going to we town. Bush, China's like, yeah, we got you. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> we got you. That's how. Yeah, don't worry. We keep giving you more money. Uh, don't worry. Okay. So, yeah. So, we'll talk about that as it goes on. Next time we'll be yeah. here. John Satak is going to be on the next episode. You know John Satak? Yes. John Satak going to be here next episode. Nice. He's getting married like – today or tomorrow monday's so like very soon congratulations. Yeah. yeah congratulations so, god fucking damn it what did you do did the whole fucking pre-show forgot to fucking talk about upper left evergreen god oh. fucking damn it well let's, i listened to that shit too let's we listened to the whole way here what? fuck you fuck that. god damn it okay well if any of you guys are listening now we're we're gonna have to pull this clip obviously and we'll put it up because I'm awfully fucking frustrated. So I do, you know, after I watch, I'll watch the video when it gets posted. So I'll, I'll, I'll record, I'll, I'll screen record it. So sorry, boys, but God 
God fucking damn it. That's how frustrated I am. It was that good. It was that fucking good. I am a thousand percent impressed with the way they've done. So we have to take a moment and then we'll switch topics because I should have fucking done it during the pre-show. It was nice. I only listened to it once. Every single song once so far, but I've listened to it six times now, I think, because I'm trying to, I want to just give it, give it a good, a good go. Dude. And I remember in football sitting in the bus, me, RJ and Elijah, We'd be fucking freestyling just in the bus. That's all. We'd just be freestyling back there, Cypher, you know, because the number one rule all the time is respect the Cypher. We, I I see them rapping. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And we fucking just start spitting some shit. They're good, bro. They're, no, dude. Mm -hmm. That's when I knew I was like, holy shit, you guys can rap. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll clip it and we'll put it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, No, that's what we're doing right now. We're talking about them. So, um, they, you know, we've had them all on here for anybody listening. We've had them all on here before in, uh, collectively and then most of them individually. RJ's the next one. We're pinning him down. I think we're like, everyone else has come on twice, I think, right? Um, Micaiah just had a baby. Yes. Three days ago, two days ago. Congratulations to Micaiah. Beautiful yeah. baby girl, beautiful baby girl. Congratulations! Going to be a fantastic father. Super jazz for him. Yes, you have solid street support, a thousand percent. If you need anything, you let us know. We will get you a onesie shortly. I've made some pink ones oh, already. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing it. So, um, yeah, Evergreen. It's uh, it says single on there, but I feel like it's got to be like an EP or something. An LP. It's, an EP, I'm not, yeah. it's an EP. That's what it is. Yeah. So it just says single, uh, probably because yeah, I'm not, I'm not songs, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but it's a single though on iTunes. I've seen that. Yeah. Three songs, <clears throat> top ten, fucking. I gotta, I gotta pull it up. Yeah. Oh, the tracks. Yes. Yeah, but we listened to it on the way here. I had it. Yeah. Top ten. Um, follow me, and up for the challenge. That's what. That's one that I was trying to remember. Um, did their picture? I don't know. What would you call that? An album cover now? I don't know. Like their thumbnail album art. Yeah, album art. Yeah, dope. yes, it's beautiful. So and cool. I don't. John Satak has been doing a lot of their pictures and stuff lately. Um, like he's been taking a lot of pictures. So I think he took that photo. I don't know if he made that whole thing, but I know I'm pretty certain that he took that photo. So we're going to talk to John Satak in two weeks about all the stuff that he's doing about, you know, he made their video. I don't know if you watch Elijah's video that, mm-hmm. oh, oh man. God. Yeah. He put out his first video three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I might have. I might have. have John Satak made it. Yeah, yeah. This is what you want it, right? I think it's just called want it, right? But yeah. yeah. Um, Yes. Fantastic. So, shout out because you guys are making fantastic music. Um, Yes, sir. Doing big things right now. Keep doing it. Get on the fucking train. So Very very excited about it. So, today, I believe marks day 59. If they continue tonight, I believe tonight will be night 59 of (laughs) ongoing riots in downtown portland during the day there are there are protests there are mm-hmm. people there peacefully protesting doing what they're doing and at night have you seen footage of what's going on in portland actually yes. you haven't really been on social media i haven't so. really been on social media but I, what i will say is i've been on twitch and this is where i think you could get into twitch is there's this channel called woke but what they oh, do God. is they they i don't like that term woke because it's turned into like a like an ego with no ego SJW thing. Like, term like, oh, almost, I'm, yeah. I, I got like, you know, I'm better than you type shit. I'm more woke than you. you know? Yeah. Get more woke or some shit. You know? Yeah. That shit's just become abused. But that, um, that Twitch page, they always do live streams of the protests. Mm. Multiple cities early on when it was happening, mm-hmm. they had every single city you could think of a live stream. Really? Just posted on one and then they choose the audio of whatever one that they want to, you know, put the audio on. But the last week, 
all the live streams have been Portland, but just yeah. different perspectives. Yeah. And dude, I remember a month ago watching them. Portland was like the smallest, not the smallest protest, but like not the biggest ones on the, on the right. stream. Right. Yeah. Now it's just like, I see so many people there, dude. <clears throat> well, I, don't know, I don't know what's going on, but I've heard that some shit's been going down. And- so what's been happening for 59 days now, I think I said, um, is riders have been trying to break into and destroy the federal building in downtown Portland. Okay. Yeah. And so it was boarded up. Not 59 days ago, maybe just like a month ago, it was properly boarded up. For a while, they were just had all the doors closed and everything. But, I mean, there are federal marshals that were deployed there first, and now there's federal officers, you know, around the city. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But, um, I mean, there are there are numerous times the outside of the building has been lit on fire. They've been trying to light the inside but on fire. They're trying to get in there. They mm-hmm. There's, you know, throwing lasers, flashlights. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. There are commercial fireworks, huge, enormous mortars they're throwing at the police. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There There are a couple of police officers, I believe two of them, that are potentially blinded for the rest of their lives because of the lasers being used by the yeah, rioters yeah, yeah. shining them in their eyes and stuff which is and like I've heard like uh rubber bullets yeah like and, and, and I, right out, so it's, there are there is damage on both sides i'm not yeah. at all trying to say that it's because you're correct there are so to speak to that side of the police office there are rubber bullets being deployed there are flashbangs tear gas i mean all all of all of the crowd control things and I, i'm not using crowd control as of like that's what these weapons are deemed as as crowd control weapons and so yeah. these the violence is most certainly on both sides you know um but the but the, I hate this. But the U.S. Marshals are there to defend the courthouse. They're not yes. there to fuck with anything. They're there in response to yeah, what's happening yeah. to defend the courthouse. So mm-hmm. they're doing their job, it, right? Yes, right. Um, and so I think I saw the first reports a week or two before it like actually was big, right? Mm-hmm. That someone had been scooped up on the street. I was like, that's really weird. You know, yeah, that yeah, yeah, amazing, I, saw, right? I saw that. Pet yeah, I saw a video of marked cars. Right, and- a while ago, right? And then <laughs> and then it got big just over the last like week, maybe 10 days, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so... Which again, 58 days into it. It's yeah, been, it right. was happening for over a month before it actually started to grab media wow. attention. Yeah. And, and do you guys, um, I'm sure you guys follow Tim Poole. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Tim Cast IRL. We watch yeah, that motherfucker all the time. Holy fuck! That guy has some shit. We're gonna people, talk people about have been some of coming that. out of like when um I think in DC a cop was killed and they just um yep some guy rolled up, <coughs> just blasted him and then yep. in a white van and then gone. Yep. yep. Um and so that's some crazy shit because you know there's yep. some like independent militias being formed at this moment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's, some. That that's some scary totally shit some not like, so patriotic ones like yeah. my dad even is like dude we need to get guns and I'm like yeah well so I'll I'll tell you this I don't have a gun um, bro alright well so this this is my everyday carry is this firearm right here um <clears throat> and you can judge if you want you don't have to um and then before all of this kind of happened nice. I I bought my first AR-15 mm-hmm. um and since then I have purchased three more lower receivers, um, which is the only serialized part of 
an AR that you have to like buy in a store and like have mm. registered all the other pieces you can have sent to your house. Yeah. yeah. So oh. I've since bought three more lowers <laughs> yeah, right. um, that are just the base <laughs> what that, building. What does block. that do? Um, that just makes it so that I have it already. All the other things I can have sent to my house, I can get from other people. No, like what is I the can, what is the thing? Oh, the lower receiver is what the trigger goes in, and like what the. It's what makes you actually be able to fire the gun. That's where oh, okay. you you put the magazine into the lower receiver. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so that's the only part of it that's actually a firearm. Oh, so um, you can so you can start building mm-hmm, guns mm-hmm. with that. Got you. Because yeah. dude, I had a, I have a guy that I work with. He showed me some crazy ass pistols he's built. Like it's a pistol, but he's like put it like some shit where you can fucking like where he's going like this. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> yep. You're so- a psychopath. Yeah, so I have so I have three lower receivers that I purchased. Um, but I truly, to, I truly believe have, you know um, people so should have guns. Like you need guns. We've we've discussed that many a time. Yeah. Um, and I, when we first started this show, I was fairly adamantly against guns. Like uh, I wasn't had didn't have a problem with people like owning guns or uh, like you know carrying and stuff like that. Um, but you know, one of our Thank first you. episodes, we like. You know, argued about AR-15 ownership and stuff like that, um, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but there are many people. Colin shared statistics when we did the the live show at the wine bar that, like, yeah. through March, we had already had twice as many background checks through the state as we had all of last year to buy guns. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in three months, we doubled an entire year of background checks. There are a lot of people that are in the same mindset that you are that. Guns is the way to go now. Yeah. yeah so, there are a lot of people like that. And, you know, with the right background checks that are in place, you know, mm-hmm. people should get guns. I mean, we definitely should take into account mental illness. And if you're on any type of, like, antipsychotic drug, that seems there, to be should, be some, there should be some more yeah. maybe tests done to just make sure that you can, like, test from a doctor saying, like, this guy is competent to carry a weapon. That's a, that is a, a, that would be a good conversation to have. I just don't know if we could really have time to hash that one out. Oh, right? yeah. No, we no, will, for sure. no, we no, will have a, you back. Just like, it's just like, we'll that, that is a very you know, common, I think, way of thinking right yes, there. And yes. it, that type of idea deserves conversation for sure. <laughs> exactly, um, yeah. And so the biggest thing that I want to talk about with Portland, uh-huh. right? Is like I said, within the last 10 days or so, it's, become major news that there are federal officers operating in Portland in unmarked vehicles that are apprehending people who have ties with the riots, right? Mm -hmm. And there has been a lot of muddiness, to say the least, around this involved with media. And so I'm not going to qualify a bunch of my words i'm gonna say exactly what the truth is mm-hmm. um and we're just gonna go from there i so, think that's probably the best um, way to do it the actions that are being taken in portland by the federal officers are 1000 percent legal mm-hmm. they are 1000 percent shady and in my personal opinion a thousand percent unconstitutional <clears throat> but as it sits now they are a thousand percent legal this is Able to be done under two pieces of legislation, one being called the Patriot Act, passed under George Bush, the other, the NDAA, National Defense Authorization Act, passed under Barack Obama, that allows 
federal officers to apprehend anybody at any time for any reason at any part of the globe yep. in relation to terrorism, right? So because these actions are being taken against a federal building. At any part of the globe? Yeah. Yes. Like in the world? Yes. yes. Thank you, Barack Obama. <laughs> Globally. <laughs> Swear to God, and that's why that's why I'm saying I'm not. We'll, we'll uh, obviously yeah, yeah. we'll explain whatever and you want to you, but no, for the people, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. qualify. But yeah, yeah. yeah. globally, that's mm-hmm. federal officers insane. can apprehend anybody across the globe for suspicion of affiliation with terrorism, acts against America. I mean, there's this, you know, all this ambiguous language of reasons you can be picked mm. up, right, and held mm. for X amount of time. And I feel so, like it's Dick Cheney's wet dream. <laughs> That's really what it is. So, as I say, in my opinion, thousand percent unconstitutional, thousand percent, right? But let the motherfuckers pass it into law. So it's here now, right? It it exists. The NDA exists. So, as we've discussed with so many other things in the government, when you think short sighted and you pass something because you really want to use that thing, someone else you hate is going to be able to use that when they get into office. Mm -hmm. That's exactly against you. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. Yeah. Right? President Trump, so many people hate him. He's allowed to use this legislation that Barack Obama, that Barack Obama signed into law. To, to apprehend these people, right? And so there's all this language about, like, people are being disappeared in Portland, and they're being, you know, scooped up. Just Chapo, fucking Nazi police, like, all this shit, right? Yeah. There is literally not a single account of someone being picked up and not let go. Yeah, yeah like, where, where Every, they, they come back? They've been taken to the federal courthouse, questioned, and released. Every single time. And these people, Every single these people time. have talked about it? That's, yeah. there have been people who, who have been interviewed. They've yeah, said, yeah. no, we were, I wasn't sure why I was at first. And then I knew I was in the courthouse. They questioned me. This happened. And then I got let go because they're not being arrested. They're being apprehended, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, legal loopholes, jargon, whatever, right? But they're not, they're not charged with a crime. They're, they're taken, apprehended, questioned, and then released. Just at random. No, no, no. It's, it's people, people that, that they people that they've out. seen they've seen throw fireworks or graffiti, destroy something. Mm-hmm. Someone they have seen have some connection with actual rioting because that's the only jurisdiction they have. Yeah, the only jurisdiction, and that's yeah. why they're being questioned is because they're there rioting, so they know other people. They potentially, you know, might know other people. They might know where'd you get the fireworks? Where'd you do this? How did this happen? Yeah. Right. That's there is literally not one account, and I'm not. Let me also say this because this is not us defending the right, the actions of, of these federal officers, right? Because as I said, it, I view all of this as extremely unconstitutional. I'm not okay with it, mm. right? As far as arguing legality, because so many media companies are saying without saying that it's illegal, you know? And all, all the governors that are saying and the mayors of the cities are, well, the, Our, you know, we're putting the federal officers on notice. If you come here and act illegally, we will, you know, charge you. So what you're saying is is if you come here and do anything other than the reason that you said that you're coming here, which is all 100% legal, we're going to charge you, right? Nope. It's, just, it's, it's political posturing. There's yeah. all of this is legal, right? Fucked up, don't think it should exist, but it's all legitimate, you know? And if 
And check yeah, out, check out this tweet do. real quick. No, no, no. All you can do is be more vigilant and be like, this should not happen. The NDA yeah. should not exist. We need to rally to petition to to get rid of this. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Repeal the NDAA. Hashtag. Ooh. Yeah. Hashtag repeal the NDAA. Right now. Yes. So what were you going to say? I'm sorry, Colin. Uh, check out this tweet from Representative um, Pramala Jayapal. I think Fuck she's it. out of... <laughs> so, the... Hater. A number of Washington State um, federal legislators um, have signed this kind of letter essentially denouncing what has been happening in Portland as far as the federal government's involvement here. Um, and also with the the concept of the federal surge associated with Portland is also happening in other cities, including our own in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Right. And so these people signed on there, including, I mean, ev- almost everybody here you could think of, right? You got Pramila Jayapal, Patty Murray, Maria Cantwell, Adam Smith, Rick Larson, Susan Delbane, our own Derek Kilmer, um, Denny Heck, and Kim Schreier. Um, Fuck Denny Heck. Yeah, I don't so, know any of those people. I know at least half of them. <laughs> yeah, at least, at least half of those. I, yeah. I know both of our senators are actual local federal representation. A couple of other ones. And a couple of other ones, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, these are – we we now have state governments denouncing actions of the federal government, which are actually legal actions. Signed in by and by it should be noticed that those are all Democrats and it was Mm -hmm. signed in by a Democrat that they all are like, oh, the you know, the they're first of all, they all support Joe Biden now, who was there when this was fucking signed, Mm -hmm. right? Could have done something at the time. They're all in support of him now, who Mm -hmm. he was there when this happened, right? So there's that. Um, they also, you know, consistently speak about the policies of Barack Obama and when this happened and this happened. And mm-hmm. during the last administration compared to this one, consistently comparing Obama and Donald Trump, fucking stupid as it is to compare to different presidents. But it's, uh, they've it's, all been there. It's this whole just, time. Yeah. it's bold yeah. face. Just, it's just pandering. It's mm-hmm. just political pandering. Because they don't like what they're seeing, and they should have done something at the time, and they didn't. Because yep. most of these people, if not all of them, were in office when this was signed into law. And they didn't say shit about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. But now that it's being used against groups that they are trying to politically support publicly, they're not happy about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's nonsense. And I've dealt... Now I want to deep into some personal stuff or like deeper political <clears throat> stuff, right? Because okay. we've covered... This is... It's legal. It's fucked up. Shouldn't be happening. It is what it is, the right? The mayor of the city has joined in at one point. He was there the other night. Standing in um, the riots. Yeah, yeah standing yeah, in yeah, the riots yeah, and, gas, and huh? all that good stuff. Yeah. So he good was actually That's technically... page news. I've seen that. Yeah, he was technically trespassing, um, just like all the other people that were trespassing, and he got tear gassed, and, and then he got shouted out by his own constituency and all this good stuff. He's... He's ordered the actual Portland police to stand down when it comes to these uh, interventions and these attacks on the federal building. Um, and well, at the same time, we've like we've just discussed, this is all legal now, except you have states fighting against it, including the attorney general, I believe, or the 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 U.S. attorney for Oregon has filed a lawsuit seeking a restraining order from yeah. the federal government, so they would have to leave. Which has since, I think it was yesterday, that the uh, federal court judge actually denied their their lawsuit. 
proving Dude. that the because, NDAA yeah. is the <clears throat> law of the land. That's scary stuff, man. Because like yeah. it, it to me, it's like we're in some murky waters where it could yes. turn into like a civil war. Oh, like, it's hell yes. states yes. that want to alliance together against the federal government, and then it becomes. What at that point, like yeah. right? Yeah, and there's that's, a lot of people. Tim exactly. Pool was talking about that. There's that's a lot of people scary talking shit, about dude. that. Yeah, Tim Pool's one of those guys where I'm like, <laughs> talking about Tim Pool. You're fucking. You might have something here. Dude. If this was 200 years ago, a more classical oh, constitutional government would see it as secessionist acts. Yeah. You know, like these are not and good things that the state governments are doing in the streets. You know? And I've been dealing with a lot of personal <clears throat> quarrels with this, right? Because the, the people that are there rioting are, I mean. Not totally Antifa, but a lot of Antifa. There are a lot of just far leftist groups that are like acting to like destroy the government, you know, do whatever mm-hmm. they're doing there, right? Calling it, it a way. revolution. They're what are they? What are they trying to do? What are they trying to do? What is their goal here? Other oh, they're, than to, oh, they're larping. This they're is just, all. And right? I, I've I heard I don't I've heard a couple of people say that before, and I wasn't sure what they meant, you mm-hmm. know. And then I, when I was talking to Jordan earlier this week, what does that mean? I don't know. Live action role playing, right? When people are dressed up like knights and shit, and they're with the foam swords and all that, that's yeah. larping, right? Yeah. These people in Portland, they're larping, right? That's that's uh, like I said, I don't remember who I heard that from because I didn't understand it before, and I mm-hmm. I get it now, right? Because like with the BLM riots in the early, we all we knew what that was about, right? What is this about? Right. Except now they do have it about, and it's getting the federal government out. But. Right, because because if you destroy, if these people destroy the federal courthouse, to your point, right? What happens after that? Yeah. Then what? What are you trying to do? Nothing. There's there's no step after destroying a federal courthouse. There isn't no plan announced. Nothing that they're going for. It's just destroying the courthouse because it's an image of the systemic oppression of the government. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That's next. holding us down. They try right? to take down. Try to re- take down the White House. You and that's I mean? but, but what I'm saying is from an organized fashion of this group, like in their intent, they don't have a next step. There mm-hmm. isn't a greater yeah. thing to this plan. They don't you have know? like a list of demands or and, and yeah. to that same effect, they're using fucking fireworks and frozen water bottles. This isn't a revolution. Yeah. This is people fucking LARPing. If this was a revolution, I'm not I'm not wishing on this, I'm not calling to violence for legal protection for the lawyers, you know. I know I'm not calling to violence. I'm I'm stating plainly because there's been so many questions of like, oh, where are all the libertarians to come and, you know, protect oh, yeah. us from the federal government? You know, all these people who all these gun owners that happen to protect against, you know, government tyranny. Why aren't you showing up to protect us? Because this is fucking LARPing. Because this is a, this is bullshit. Because if this was a real, real revolution, you'd be there with fucking guns. You would be tearing shit down. You would be trying to overthrow a government, not destroy a building. This is this is bullshit. But it I, is it's the same thing from the these leftist groups as we're getting from the government. It's just it's bolstering. It's just yeah. political. They're just causing chaos. Yeah. Just trying to cause chaos. I've There's having, no next steps. You know, personal feelings about what's going on too. I I'm sure all we have all yeah. of us have. And I think there is kind of a revolution happening, but it's not like something that we're seeing. It's like a revolution of consciousness that's yeah. happening with, with a lot of people are waking up. They're, they're not just believing what's being told to them. You know, a lot, this is a revolution of it's, consciousness. It's classical you know? wokeness. Yeah. Back yeah. before the, uh, it got co-opted. Yeah. No, I like, misappropriated. I, I, yeah. yeah. I like the term like waking up because it is a true feeling when you, when you learn something and then you can't unlearn it, right? Like right. that's where ignorance is bliss. Because if you know more, the more anxiety that can bring because you're thinking more about like very true things okay. that are happening. You know, the more you learn, the more you know that you don't know anything. 
You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like, <laughs> that's you, the way it goes. But, but it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, if you didn't just, understand it, go back and listen to it again. It totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True, truer words have never yeah. been said. Yeah. No, it totally it's, made sense. It's just like, yeah. Do you know who, uh, Sam Harris is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever listen to his podcast? I, I've heard he's really good on the meditation and stuff, but I haven't yeah. actually, I've, I have him in my, um, my feed, mm-hmm. but I have so many podcasts in my feed. Also. Dude, I totally get that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I totally get that. Have you listened to like Philosophize This? Philosophize no, This? I have not. It's a great podcast. I, feel like I I've just heard recently about that, started though. getting into it. Yeah. Like, uh, Philosophize This. Yeah. It's a really good podcast. It, he just basically breaks, philo- he's a philosopher mm-hmm. and he just breaks down like, um, Different things in life, you know. Philosophize this. Yeah, it's a great. Hey, it's a great pod. West. Yeah, it's a great pod. Well, it's got a hundred hundred thousand ratings at five stars. I am officially subscribed. Yeah, done. Um, but my point was, uh, Sam Harris. He actually one of his original books is called Waking Up, and it's yeah. kind of about religion and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He's a pretty big atheist, but um, his podcast used to be called the Waking Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. But after waking up. Getting woke yeah, became, became what, like it, the, what it was today. Yeah. He hung on to it for a little while, but now he, he had to rebrand and he's changed his podcast now to, um, I think it's Common Sense Podcast, yeah. which is almost a little too close to another podcast that I really like called Common Sense. Now I want to make sure I'm, I have the right name on that one. Oh, the Making Sense podcast. That what it, yeah. That's what it is. The Making Sense podcast. Yeah, and I heard he has a lot of good guests on there too. Oh, great, man! Yeah, like it's a. <clears throat> it's not necessarily like a current events type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, and and the people that you're getting on the show, you may not necessarily know. And he's into psychedelics and stuff like that too. He right? is, yeah, because he is yeah. a neuroscientist, and he has yeah. a lot of those that knowledge of people yeah. on. And oh my goodness, that's amazing! I, I need to listen heavy. to that it's because really you know, as I was saying before, like. I've had some recent spiritual, mm-hmm. like, awakenings, I feel like, within myself. He has yeah. his uh, meditation app, too. Yeah. Oh, that's like, awesome. I don't, I've, I haven't gotten it anything. Yeah. I've been, I've been looking to get back into meditation sooner rather than later because I know I had gotten into it at one point when I was younger and it really changed a lot of the ways I had, yeah. like, moved throughout the world yeah. because and it does change, like, your consciousness in a fashion. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of us, you know, younger people, we, we've learned so much like way faster than the generation before oh, us. Yeah. So like our minds are evolving and, and we're into things like, I remember when I was in high school, I was into lucid dreaming like a lot. Oh, I was, yeah? I was writing my dreams down every, every morning to where I started catching myself dreaming Oh, and, you, shit. and then you wake up. Right. And then you're like, fuck dude. Like, and then the next time you catch yourself dreaming. And I remember I'm like, senior in high school and then I'm back in my junior year and I'm like, why am I here? Like, this is, this is That's a dream. Weird. And then you start doing things like that you want to do, like whatever you want. And, um, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff, like, but it takes like a I lot. Could... It takes a lot of time. You got to really, you create a dream log of your dreams and like whatever you remember, you just jot it down. But you have to do it first thing in the morning. Cause you'll forget. You mm-hmm. will forget. That's wild. I'm going to have to try to do that. Yeah. But recently I've been getting into like, you know, astral projection and shit like that, you know? Oh, yeah, shit. Just trying to expand your consciousness around, you know, to connect mm-hmm. to that whole universal energy everywhere. Oh, that's yeah. Here. And I think if you listen to and Sam Harris's podcast, you would, he talks about that kind of 
thing a lot. Yeah. Definitely. And there's there's a lot of good stuff you can do with it, with expanding your consciousness, exploring your consciousness. Oh, yeah. But there's also a lot of bad things that can come out of it or that people, you know, well, yeah. their intentions going into it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, the people, problem is there's you people, start- you know, that do ayahuasca all around the world. And you oh, can go yeah. to a shaman in Brazil that'll give you the best experience you've ever had in your life. And then you can go to another shaman where they literally have people sacrifice, like human sacrifices and their intentions are to like gain power and different shit shit like that. That goes into the satanic like rituals where, you know, you, the the child is like the purest form of a human. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's well, that's pretty much leads us right into the next topic. That's where they like (laughs) kind of feed that from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The purest mind, they, they will literally, you form it into whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like same with like how certain cultures, they, they, from a young age, elongate their necks with rings, you know, you can do things, manipulate minds and bodies. So why, yeah. Why don't you you be able to do that with, with your own consciousness? Exactly. And I think exactly. I'm not a neuroscientist, but from all the neuroscientists that I listen to, and what they talk about, it sounds like that's something that's totally possible. And it's hard to explain consciousness, you know, even, it is. even with a neuroscientist, like what is consciousness? That's because it's so immaterial. Yeah. In right? my, in my eyes, consciousness is God. And that's a lot of people the, would say that. It's I think. The everything, you know? So can I ask you real quick? Because yeah. you've said, cause you have, <clears throat> cause you've mentioned God and like praying and stuff. And then you've also mentioned connecting yourself with like the universe around yeah. you and so you you also you were baptized twice so you are religious, so i was i was correct? no so growing up my mom my grandma everyone's super religious yeah christian christian growing up. okay i was baptized when i was a baby or like young oh yeah and then you know got in some trouble when i was around 13 and mm-hmm. wanted to make a change in my life so i was like i'm gonna get baptized again double my brother down. had done it again and then my brother <laughs> showed me this video when i'm 14 years old very confusing right very oh the zeitgeist, the zeitgeist video. video right okay and, and no you know it's really long it's hard to explain but it basically breaks down all religions and their similarities and how different ancient civilizations have the same story of jesus but different name but mm-hmm. there's no way that they could have been in contact with each other yeah or if you listen to graham hancock and that shit like that oh yeah possibly they did and they were way more advanced. They could map out the fucking world and they could talk to each other. And then, and they were like <laughs> the United nations of ancient civilization. And certainly. Could but, be. um, I'm a big prescriber of that, you know, Atlantis and all that good stuff. All that Graham Hancock. Yeah. Ancient fuck yeah, dude. Stuff. I've been just getting into like Egypt and oh, uh, like the last f- four or five days. I've, Nothing but Egypt. <laughs> Nothing yeah. but Egypt. I could tell you a whole bunch of shit about Egypt and the pyramids right now. It's well, so hold on. So, so you, so you were raised religious. Raised, yeah, raised religious. And um, when I saw that video, you know, I just questioned a lot of shit. And then it really got me into like Illuminati type shit. Like I've always been into conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, maybe really naive at a young age, you know, believing all the stuff. You get really scared. Like, you're like, fuck, this is like some demon worshiping shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is all this shit in the music videos and all that shit? But, um, as you get older, like, you know, you learn more things, you get more wisdom. And I'm a different person than I was back then. And, oh, yeah. And all that led up to this and the information being received at this moment. And, you know, me being here right now, it's like, I have to talk about it. 
And, uh, it'll help you reflect when you talk about it. Yeah. 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 So you, and I don't, I don't mean to make you try and like pin it down, but I don't believe because you've spoken about the two things. I just, and I, I, like I said, I'm not trying to ask you to prescribe to one idea. Yeah. 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 There is certainly also, you know, there's a lot of people who don't see them as like mutually exclusive, you know, Mm -hmm. like in God in like a larger sense of not, uh, you know, a being, but if like a force of, you know, I don't see God as like a person, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. people would be like, God, Jesus Christ, or something like that. Like that's not how I perceive it. That's I perceive it as it. if if God is the creation of all things, right, and God's everything, we are also the creation. So then, you know, God is within us. We are spiritual beings, and there's no way there's there's a holy trinity: mind, body, and spirit. Like when you see, have you ever seen an open casket funeral? Um, yes. You can see like that spirit, the, that consciousness, that life is gone. Like it's, yeah, it's not there anymore. You know, there's something, there is definitely something different about seeing a dead body yeah, versus a live body. Exactly. Even it's like at sleeping the, or something like the that. minute, the second it happens, you even know. when you see it. Yeah. The minute you see, yeah, you, you understand even young kids will be like, he's not there. Oh, yeah. Like even when they're like five years old, they're like, he, he's not there. You know, oh, yeah. I've it's, seen that. I've when, seen when you see that happen, you go, oh, okay. I get it. You you understand. That's a thing. It's a, it's yeah, it's it's and then realizing that, you know, like wow. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. What where do you what go? What the fuck is that? Why are our bodies, happens? you know, what the Egyptians thought was, you know, like you become a star. And what are stars, you know? Like a light that has traveled thousands yeah. of miles away that's probably gone by now. Disappeared. Maybe it's there for a second. And it's just so bright and someone dies, they become that star and then the cycle fucking happens again because well, we're we're made of stardust, right? You know? Right. I was just gonna say that, yeah, that we we are in fact, you know, made from <laughs> stardust, and that's so. just you know some some like theory shit. That's science, bro. Yeah, that's facts right there. Just yeah. connecting connecting mm-hmm. some ancient civilization that we have no idea why at this point in time they were under the three stars of Orion spell. I had no idea what the procession of the equinox was until now. It, we're rotating, but we're also on a wobble on the axis. Yeah, and in it, a whole fucking procession is like twenty eight thousand years. And I mean, you should watch that movie. I'm gonna have to watch that movie. You should. So, so would you say God is just the just like the word that you use to describe this it's, like force? Yeah, because I mean, it's it's used everywhere, and it's what it's it is what it is. You know, that's God. Like, what? There's no other real way to kind of describe that feeling. Yeah, and that would go into like you know psychedelic experiences that I've had, where you know you sit there and you're you're there, but you feel like something else is there. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's indescribable, and um, I would just say if you if you try to be you know in a good environment because I've done those in bad environments right. and had the worst time of my life but then i've had it in an environment where i was controlled i respected it and i had the best realizations about you know myself my confidence you know doing things at certain times you know where i didn't mm. speak up you know oh yeah and mm-hmm. like you know i've heard that's a that's a sounds like a pretty similar experience to a lot of people that yeah. really dive into the psychedelic world. It's almost like you're able to tap into 
like the, an extra layer or two of existence or, or something that is totally indescribable because it is not existence. It's something else. Yeah. Right. Well, and I'm, so. I'm going to say like, I've never done like motions like him. I've only ever done them like with the intent to like get fucked up, you know, oh, yeah. but even when you do that, if you don't have like a, a revelatory experience, you know, you still, you're not going to forget. Like no, you'll still you remember, remember like yeah. I've only I've not done mushrooms or psychedelics hundreds of times, so I'm sure if you do it enough, you know, you'll start to forget trips. But there's like you you don't forget yeah. that shit, yeah. you know. And it's not you know like a cartoon fucking whatever you know like that's in the yeah, movies you don't, and like, shit. You don't it's, hallucinate. It's a, yeah, it's shit. a very organic type of like yeah psychedelic type of deal. So, but it, you do you don't forget it. You don't forget the experience, you know. Um, and and so I don't. I don't know. You know, there may be, maybe times when I'm older that I draw something from those experiences that I'm like, holy shit, I remember, you know, this happened this time I tripped and I'll like, but as far as right now, because I wasn't doing it with the intent to like try and broaden my horizons, I was just like, bro, I'm about to trip so hard on these mushrooms. It's, you don't get the same thing out of these. You don't forget, you know, definitely. You got to do it. You got to do a pretty powerful dose too, to like, Go on really, that hero's journey because like what what happens Either is you do start a little things, or like a lot a lot yeah to get on the you yeah. start seeing things like the light will start like having uv rays mm-hmm. off of it rainbows and it's there all the time but in this state of consciousness you can't see it but when you alter that consciousness it's there and but it's always there mm-hmm. you just yeah. can't see it so what else are you feeling right now that's that's there but it's all it's always there it's like a sixth sense like you walk into a room I've done it walking down the street and then like, you know, you feel the vibes. You really feel it. Everything's enhanced. You feel everyone's energy around you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it totally makes sense. Yeah. I'm definitely open to the idea. Too. Have you it's ever done any psychedelics before? No. No? But I'm super open to it. I yeah. think whenever the next time I go down to Ecuador is, that's going to be part of that situation. So I'm going to go over to the, you know, because there's shamans you know, down there yeah. all, all over the place. And that, and they, that would be the best way to do yeah. it. Take but it I definitely, I definitely don't know a guy that has mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think they're rather ubiquitous around here. If you know where to look from <laughs> oh, what dude, I hear. You're that, Paul I Stamets. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I heard there's a yeah. fucking super good place in Port Orchard. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. we are a wet, <laughs> that's what soggy I heard, area, dude. man. I mean, that's, yeah. we, we mushrooms grow around morels and shit around here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a like, huge, like, shrooman community mm-hmm. around here. Dude, because, imagine what the Native yeah. Americans did, bro. Like, they talk about the fucking... all. That's what I've been into lately. Like, just, like, ancient stories and mythology just and shit. A lot show. of commonalities to now. Yeah. A lot of commonalities to... I'm already excited to have you back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll have a more... Yeah. Uh, I'm, like, making mental notes of, like, other things that... Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be good. <laughs> Yeah. Return guest number. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk that much in high school, so I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I expected. Well, I don't talk to a lot of but people. This I used is, to talk to yeah, you. no, this is good. This good. is fantastic. I, that I definitely feel. I don't, <laughs> there was about five people that we went to school with that I still even communicate with on a semi regular basis. Um, so let's talk about why you're here, right? Which, well, I mean, you're here for a lot of reasons, but yeah. the main, the main. <laughs> 
the main real deal, <laughs> why are, right? Why are we here? Yeah, and then Colin, next week you and I As will Colin talk more about the social beard. unrest because there's mm. some more shit I want to hash out. It'll um, continue to evolve. Yeah, it's not going to go. Um, yeah, just just so anyone's not like, well, you guys fucking barely even talked about it, and you're just like, I'm not going to defend your ideology. So there's way more to the conversation that we had there. It's not just about not defending ideologies. I have a lot of excuse me internal struggle about not being okay with what's going on but also not being okay with defending it you know and so it's a, it's a it's weird murky territory for, it's an well, odd all you can place do is put be. it out there you know and let everyone else decide yeah. because right now there's us three we can't we can't disable the end yeah so or whatever the nda, NDA. yeah so <laughs> so as for now right i'm gonna leave it at kind of what i said earlier it's mm-hmm. legal it's unconstitutional um, and I'm not in favor of anything that's unconstitutional. That's, no. I do not live my life that way. So, no. um, it's not something good. Yeah. It's not something that I'm in favor of. I don't think that the rioters should be doing what they're doing, but I also do am not saying and do not think that it justifies the actions of the federal officers. Yeah. Um, I think it's a weird situation where you can say, I don't like any of this, I don't like anything yeah. that's any, going on, any of this, right? no, either no. of it, yeah, because no. it, it's it's going to go down a dark road. It's all bad. I feel it's like all bad? I feel yeah. like right now it's at a point of no return because what we're fifty nine days in, fifty eight, fifty nine, fifty nine, like and yeah. how many days are in a year? Remind me, three hundred sixty five. <laughs> oh God! It, if yeah. once they get to a hundred days, bro, what does a president normally say? Hey, give me a hundred days. Yeah, the oh, first a yeah. hundred. And we making changes. Getting you know close, what I mean? It's getting close yeah. to November too. Once, once, once these protests hit 100 days, something's yeah. gonna pop off. But I, I just, I just hope that you know people come together and we can figure it out yeah. and come to a, Dear God, to an yes. agreement. Time I have, a, I have a question for you guys. If there was yes. no race, religion, what would separate humans? Do you think? Ideology. My friend asked me this question. Ideology. Yesterday. Yeah. Ideology is in what, like political ideologies, or um, social ideology, um, because like I don't structure because I don't have any. So, I mean, social and political. I don't mean strictly social, but yeah, social yeah. and political because I don't, I don't hold any beliefs that are dependent on someone's religion or yeah. race. Um, mm-hmm. But my ideals still separate me largely from many people. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I believe that because I'm not, I'm not religious, but I, I believe that the rights that we have as people of the world, but that are protected in America, mm-hmm. um, are inherent because we are human beings instilled simply by the fact that we exist. Um, and I don't believe that race, religion, creed, or ideology bears any relevance on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, but I also hold, like I said, within that, hold a lot of views that differ from a lot of people as far as social structure, um, interpretation of the Constitution. There's yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. um, views that I hold, specifically in regards to the First and the Second Amendment, that are would be considered by the mainstream more radical, you know. Um, and so those are the things that I would personally attribute. That would separate people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, if I was going to take and, a broad strokes kind of, you know, go at it, and I think it kind of runs similar to the what you're thinking there. An ideology in in our eyes is is how a group of people form 
a society and you know and and establish a way to live yeah. together. Right. Yeah. That's whatever that is. Yeah. That is essentially an ideology. It's how societies decide how they want to live together. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be people because people are human that will always want to live life a different way. Yeah. And believe and now different we're, things. And we're under, you know, the victim of the government's ideologies. Yeah. Um, and just, we don't get to write the bills that people create. We don't get any input right. into yeah, it gets a little weird. What, yeah, what, yeah. what, what we want, you know, right. what we might think would be better for us. Yeah. But we just get to vote on them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two shitty bills. Which one's not as yeah. shitty? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think where, like, where do you think you want to start when we're, with, with, um, the, with the child stuff? Yeah. So I kind of said in the beginning of the show, um, and in the pre-show that this is something that I've been looking into the last month or so, probably, um, that I've been talking to a lot of different people about to try and figure out how I feel. Right. And. I don't remember what event it was that made it happen. Maybe it was just Glenn Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein. Something happened that I decided, like, well, maybe I'll take another look at Pizzagate, you know, and just, like, see. Babe, do you remember what it was that I had? It was a comment someone had made on Twitter. That made me look into Pizzagate? Yeah. Someone tried to bring it up as, like, a like a valid point, you know, and, mm. um, then you were like, well, with all this new stuff coming out, maybe you should, you should look back at those things. We were talking mm. about like how Alex Jones actually has some. Yeah. yeah. There was something else. It out. doesn't matter. There was something that, you know, that ended up being correct that I was like, well, that's weird. If that's right, then maybe I'll look back into Pizzagate, you know, and just yeah. like, see what's up. And so well, now I wish I, you could remember. Yeah, I know me too. And I'm sure that I will. I um, bet you it, it's probably something that has been in the back of your mind since Epstein. Yeah. yeah. Because there's been these little anecdotal stories of things like the British royalty and like all these weird things. And then you learn more about the pedophilia. And then uh, it was Wayfair. That's what Wayfair. it was. It was Wayfair. When the Wayfair thing happened, do you know what I'm talking about? So all I heard was the mainstream Wayfair. thing. So yeah. this is a great place to start, right? Because know, this is where did, it started. Was there actually for me. a kid found? No, but there's investigations being done, right? I mean, yeah. it's so. So what happened was there's all these people, hundred thousands of people that that found, you know, items on Wayfair that are listed for like way too much money than what they're worth, right? Mm-hmm. And then in like twelve thousand dollars, yeah, weird shit, mm-hmm. cabinets, office chairs, weird shit, right? And um, and in like the item number or in some type of descriptive thing, there is a a number or a name. That you can search in like the International Missing Child's database that coincides with a child that's actively missing. Right? Jesus Christ. Supposedly. So, Allegedly. I've, I've seen an awful lot of and if they could all be doctored, but I've seen an awful lot of videos of people going through the entire process mm-hmm. of of selecting something, going to the next page, typing in this thing finding a kid that yeah. so they could all be made up it could all be whatever right well, so anyways either way super weird right yeah. and yeah. so i was like well that's awfully fucking strange okay and so because i was like this you know seems to be like yeah, there might be some legitimacy to this like i don't know so maybe i'll take another look at pizza gate mm-hmm. right um and so oh, what i just started to think like a weird coalition 
or correlation in my and a flaw in my thinking about because I'm very skeptical about a lot of this Wayfair stuff, right? Yes. Um, strictly on a numbers basis because either way, we'll we'll get into that. But I just all of a sudden was thinking about the NBA um, jersey store situation that happened with the you couldn't write in free Hong Kong. Yeah. And put it on there, and I was like, well. If I was just so apt to not believe the NBA when they said that that was just a glitch or something like that, it's like we fixed it. And actually, no, you can't even do that or whatever. That was Wayfair's story about this stuff originally. Is that it's just it's just coincidental. It's a it's a glitch. It was never supposed to happen. These were mistakes. You know, they talk about Market Watch, but well, they also- why am I more skeptical of that than what of of the NBA. They also said the one, like the one in particular, the cabinet, they said it cost so much money because it was industrial. Yes. It was industrial steel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two door cabinet, bro. Not it's just yeah. a two door cabinet. Ridiculous. Like the width of that, ca- of that bookcase, like maybe as tall mm-hmm. to the wood stand. Mm-hmm. Like there are, it's an industrial fucking cabinet, you know? Yeah. So there's, and there so, are remarkable differences where you will see a, a, you could see the same exact ladder. One is sold at Home Depot because it's it's for homeowners. It's it's just a ladder, and then you can see that same ladder sold at like a a specialty contractor store or something like that. And it's gonna be two to three times as much, yeah. right? Because there is an industrial markup for whatever reason, mm-hmm. yeah. but not like that. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> right, We're so nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollar and ninety nine cents entertainment system. That was a cabinet. It was like six feet tall, and it was like eight feet wide. Jesus. I don't care what you're making that thing of. It don't cost twenty grand. Yeah. Right. So I'm not saying right. Just to be clear, I'm not saying that the Wayfair scandal is totally legit. I'm saying that I thought it was awfully weird. It's definitely strange and because yeah. it was so odd and made me so uncomfortable. I decided that I would give other things a look that I had dismissed before. Yeah. And so I Pizzagate was the next thing because pedophilia just seemed natural, right? <laughs> That's, oh my God. <laughs> <Jesus> that, <Christ. laughs> please. Oh, good God. When it comes to child trafficking, <laughs> Pizzagate is the Jesus main conspiracy Christ. that you go to on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah that could have been. Because that's oh, the conspiracy okay. that is tied so I'm to I'm saying a lot of things. <laughs> so, it's on the internet. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Um, okay. So, <laughs> good Lord, I'm terrified. So, um, anyway. So, because that seemed like the natural next step to investigate, I just typed in Pizzagate on fucking DuckDuckGo, you know, oh, yeah. and was just like, because DuckDuckGo, for anybody who doesn't know, do you know what DuckDuckGo is? Than, way better, yeah, right? It's more. not, there's no paid things, it's yeah. just it's just as they come up, yes, as it sir. should, right? Because so when you Google something, what comes up? CNN, Fox, everything exactly. on the front page is all those. Exactly. Watch post everything. So I DuckDuckGo Pizzagate um, and just was like, what do, I, what do you got? What you know? is this? What and is so this? one of the first things that I got was the video I sent you guys that's called Pizzagate documentary, but doesn't actually have anything to do with Pizzagate. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Nothing uh, I don't know why it's labeled that, but um, really old school. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's from, like you said, like the early 90s that refers to a lot of stuff that happened, um, you know, a few years before. And it talks a lot about NAMBLA. Mm-hmm. Right, a group that many people listening will know what it is, and many people will not know what it is. Right, and so we're gonna approach this through things that we know for certain to be true. Mm-hmm. Right, that's how we're gonna start here. Nambla is one of those things. Yeah. Yes. We we know 
for a thousand percent fact that it exists. So NAMBLA stands for the North American Man Boy Love Association. Which is sick. And this is, this is not anything that like, we all hate talking about this, right? But as I talked about earlier, as a father, as somebody who has a child, I think everybody needs to know about this, but specifically people with children need to understand the legitimacy of what's happening here and the potential for what could be happening. Um, so NAMBLA is something that we know for a fact exists. There is a group of people that is growing consistently, both in political influence, because they are a 501c3, they have, like, they have funding, they have money, millions and millions of dollars, right? They have, let me rephrase myself, I don't know that they're a registered 501c3, because I okay. don't know that would happen. But I know for a fact, they have funding. They have actual bank accounts, money that's flowing through there, right? Yep. So let me just rephrase. <laughs> it's crazy. Millions of dollars they, yep. goes into like, this. It group, was like right? they went from six hundred dollars in their account to six years later uh, depositing five million millions at of a dollars, time. right? Mm-hmm. And so, what the f- in six years? So that's one of the things I saw in this and video. The pamphlet for their fucking thing was right. So this is, is one that? of the things what that I that? that I knew to be true prior to seeing this video, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then they also start talking about, you know, this this newspaper article of child prostitutes. I mean, yeah, this children, old one. right? Yeah, yeah, old one for a, of child prostitutes found Connected in the White House, to, yeah, right? Reagan During Reagan and Bush, Reagan yeah. and Bush one, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's really weird. You know, like, that's how would I not know about that? Like, how would I not have heard about that? Right. That's so, really weird. So, duck, duck, go. Right. I'm like, well, let me see what I can find. Right. I went to six different sources that all, I mean, I've looked for the most legitimate ones that I, you know, that I didn't know their names, but they looked, you know, so again, I can't. That's all that I can say. But I was able to corroborate this information from numerous different sources, right? And they weren't, you know, like skepticconspiracy.com. Like they're nothing, you know, and I don't. So if people request, I will, I will find some sources. I'll give them to you, right? It's like, that's really weird, yeah. you know, that I'm able to corroborate this, this information, you know, mm-hmm. later in the video, they're talking about this report of like, of FBI in Nebraska. I think, I think it was Nebraska. Nebraska covering up, you know, like a child yeah, pedophilia ring and like a murder, you know, yeah. with with a guy. Don't remember whose name is Steve King or some shit like that. Not the guy now, an old guy, different. Don't remember his name. Not important. Was able to legitify, legitimate that that guy is an actual person. All like these things are true, right? Yeah. Was the same deal. Looked up this report. Was able to find it in numerous different places, right? Just shook by it, right? Extremely uncomfortable that I'm able to corroborate this information, you know? And so it's the same deal as Wayfair. Like, what else is there that I have written off before that maybe I should not have written off, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's when I found the other video out of whatever. Out or, of shadows. Yeah, out of yeah. shadows, right? Um, and that one, you know, starts talking about Satanism. Yeah, like that. Satanism involved in <clears throat> rituals and child pedophilia in Hollywood and imagery and, you know, code names, I- and- involvement in the government. Right. And all these things. Again, I'm going to list off a couple of things that we know to be true. Right. They talked about MKUltra. Right. It's a government yep. program where they tested LSD Definitely on actual. We have, 
Which I hope Unabomber. Part of the thing that fucked with me about this movie is that I didn't think these things that they talked about were conspiracy theories. Like I'm like this stuff has been legitimate. Yeah. Through like, mm-hmm. through government documents. Yeah, like yes. they're like there's actual Years these are verified. There. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I was surprised that anybody even considers those things conspiracy theories when the government has validated their existence. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because they went over MK Ultra. Which yes. Especially because most of that information has been uh, declassified rather recently. Yeah. Um, there was that guy that on Joe Rogan that yeah. came on to talk mm-hmm. about the book uh, chaos. Manson. Yeah, Manson, yeah. right. Because yeah. he was somebody that was involved in it. Yeah, and he, and, was, um, he was. He was Ted um, Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Yep. Yeah. Like, all these people. Also so on so they talked MK about Ultra. that. Yeah. Yep. They talked about MK Ultra, which we know now was true. Right. Talked about Operation Mockingbird, right? Operation which, Mockingbird, which was also true. Federal agents writing stories that are inserted into the media for public consumption. Mm-hmm. That this is was at like the peak of the espionage era of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. So the CIA was essentially at its the most involved in government it, it has, I think, uh, up until that point, right? And so, yeah, they, I mean, they had joint coalitions with. People from, you know, at the time, the major media companies to put out essentially anti um, communist, anti Soviet propaganda yeah, in yeah. their films and all this stuff. Yeah. And, and so that was true. They and again, about- that's validated through government documents and George Bush one, George Bush yep. Sr. said as much that this program existed. Mm-hmm. He said that it existed, right? And when you think about the time, you go, <clears throat> that was definitely an era of uh, runaway executive governance yeah. um, definitely going on. So, totally that. I mean, yeah. totally true. Gulf of Tonkin, false flag, legitimate false flag that got us into Vietnam. That was Recently just, declassified, totally true. And yeah. covered in something as mainstream as the Ken Burns Vietnam War documentary. There's yep. a whole portion of one of those episodes that talks about the Gulf of Tonkin incident. That it exists. That's mm-hmm. real, right? Yeah, and I'm sure you guys know about uh, Operation Northwoods. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Operation, Operation Northwoods. Gonna attack yeah. our own military. Mm-hmm. Yep. Blame it on Cubans so we can... That was true. Exactly. Get That's right. Terrifying. Yeah. And, and there's one would be Operation Paper clip right was which the picking up of the nazi scientists to bring them over here yeah that's how we got the atomic bomb you know that's how we got all we of got to the like, moon that's yeah i mean how, all of these things how yeah. all that shit happened was nazis and we picked up nazi scientists our involvement with like iran there's declassified documents where they were going to hire or not hire but elect this guy who was going to change their government into a democracy this is like 50s 60s he yeah the uh, he, Iranian Revolution was yeah. started. He was yeah, going yeah. to he was uh, going to he, his campaign was run on you know the economy of oil and right. all that. So what what it was was the like it was like the Ang- Angel Iranian Oil Company. But then the UK and the US literally came together, false false flagged the bombing on a uh, religious leader's house. Basically, this guy went to jail, and then. That oil company turned into British Petroleum. And oh shit! They took over mm. the oil and I don't know about that. They one. succeeded. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm gonna check that one yeah, out. Yeah, you gotta look into that. Yeah. And so these these things that they cover, you know, are I guess there are things <clears throat> that I was surprised to even be heard called conspiracy theories because they're verified. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and so. Well, some of them were legitimate conspiracies. They weren't conspiracy theories. They were. That's why they but, lead off right. of this. But they're yeah. conspiracies, right? Yes, that were and, actually true. And so, <laughs> yeah. in yeah. they 
this movie, right, Out of Shadows, begins to draw this larger conclusion that all of these programs are an effort to perfect a program of, or a system, you know, of child pedophilia, pederasty, and trafficking throughout the globe and the country, right? Mm -hmm. And so all of these different things are used in facets of this operation, you know, media manipulation, like being able to traffic people secretly, like in in Operation Paperclip, like all these things, right? Yeah, that's what they're trying to tie all those actual conspiracies to. Yeah. And then they start to talk about Pizzagate, right? And Pizzagate, if, if you ask me, right has become a term to delegitimize discussions about this topic right yeah, because yeah. this like the things that are talked about within pizzagate like the podesta emails and stuff are like portions of this larger thing going on and so when you even mention you know like john podesta you're like oh you're talking about pizzagate right mm-hmm. and it just shuts down the whole entire and i i'm Personally, from personal experience, I know if I heard someone oh, talking yeah, about Pizzagate, yeah. that's fucking stupid. Pizzagate is right? not real. It that's dumb. Like silly. you're you're being fucking dumb. I was all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I firmly believe that it, through media manipulation, whatever, right? Modern day, it's used as a term to just shut down a yeah. conversation about this entire topic, especially right? nowadays. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I don't I don't know about. I don't know about things being, you know, run through a pizza shop and, you know, about a guy going in there and like, oh, I, I, I don't know, you know. That could all have been cover I, up. Just say, we're just going to talk up. about that's, this. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm not even really talking about what happened in the pizza parlor, yeah, right? No. That's just the easiest way for people to understand what we're talking about. So I want to use it as a label, but not one for people to dismiss it. But that's right? also, just for you to understand where we're going with what we're talking about. It's, it's also the easiest way. For- for people to dismiss it because exactly. they'll be like exactly yeah that guy that rolled up in the pizza shop found exactly nothing. and i i was doing research on that dude this week because i heard like oh this guy's an actor you know and yeah, so like yeah, that dude he, he is an actor and i think that <laughs> that's interesting Christ. but right and this is important him being an actor doesn't necessarily mean and i'm not like well that doesn't necessarily but like well then you just it doesn't into his family right so it doesn't that him being an actor doesn't say that he was acting when he did this. He, yeah. But yeah. he has a history of being an actor. He's right? an actor, which but is doesn't mean very that interesting, he is a right? crisis actor. Right. Right. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he does. But he could be. <laughs> and, yeah, and his dad, um, I, his dad is, I don't know if you did research into that dude, but, no. like, yeah, his, his dad is involved in all these, like, government anti-pedophilia things like that's was able to obviously legitimize these things too yeah and he he his name and stuff is connected to this website that looks like it you know like helps struggling artists and filmmakers like make movies and stuff like that but like has a weird name and it's decorated very odd and it's just a weird looking website you know so again i'm not saying anything but just a lot of weird shit about that dude and um so just fishy so to speak to the the escalation of the issue, right? There are more things deeper in the government that we know exist, right? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, we know that he existed. Yeah. We we know for a fact <clears throat> that he trafficked children to and from his island to other countries to and from you know wherever. We know that he was involved in pedophilia and pederasty. We know that he helped other people become involved in that. Um, we know that that's the truth. Yep. 
right? Um, I mean, he he has been charged in the past for such things. We know that there are actors like Kevin Spacey, just for example, for one, right, Mm -hmm. who has admitted to having sex with people who are underage at the time. Um, and I'm sure that that's just the one that I like thought of off the top of my head, but there's, and those uh, videos that he released after that, like he released that video on the next day that witness commit suicide. I don't know about that. You never seen that? No. Holy. It was after he did his little Christmas address or whatever that time. There was, there's like this video. It's like came out during Christmas time. He's at a fireplace. And yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, but he's, he's like, in character. He's like dead, even though he's already he's been like fired. He's like dead serious or some shit like that. Oh yeah, have you and seen then that? and then the next day, oh, or fuck, the, dude, it's so good, dude. Or the week after, the witness that was going to testify against him like committed suicide. Weird, very weird. So I didn't know about that part, but that video, yeah, is because well, I'm going to look it, into that. Yeah, he does it in character from the oh the House of Cards. Yeah, so he did it as. Wood, what was his name? Woodward or something like that. Underwood. Yeah, Underwood. Uh, yeah. It's Frank so, Underwood. Yeah, it was right after he dude, got fired and all shit. It was wild. It chills up your back, dude. Yeah. You're like, whoa. That's very interesting. I'll show yeah, you that so, um, you. so, you know, uh, like I said, Nambla, mm-hmm. um, Operation Underground Railroad. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Um, I, know, I remember. Operation Underground Railroad yeah. is a private group that works deeply with law enforcement and global law enforcement to stop child trafficking they you know pose as people like trying to buy children so that they can expose child trafficking rings around the globe yeah i mean that's uh chris hansen involved in that with um they may have worked with them um but this is uh, another guy that like i just actually found him on facebook to like follow that group but um, i've seen documentaries from them before that's um and so this is something that is being fought consistently around the globe all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Child children being trafficked to be used in sex work, um, globally, nationally, you know, that, mm-hmm. that is happening, right? Yeah. We know these things to exist, yep. you know? And we know it is a problem when they can make a TV show where every episode they catch a new pedophile. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things is to catch a predator, right? Yeah. We know that. That this exists because for fucking years we watched somebody make a TV show about where dozens of people are. And being. it's kind of like so. Man, it's like fuck, dude. These guys terrifying. are terrifying. So this this might sound might sound tedious. You know what we're like saying, and I'm not trying to just list off a bunch of things, but I'm just trying to like get the listeners to understand this idea of large scale child sex trafficking is not baseless. It yeah. is not unfounded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This activity and involvement in people of power exists, and it's right? it's being investigated. And it Consistently. has been proven. Yep. Right? With, we've seen- According to the FBI, in 2019, there was 421,394 um, cases of uh, or entries into the missing children database. So, I don't know that there's no weight on which kid, you know, what what amount of kids might be involved in trafficking, but there's almost a half a million kids that, that go missing every year. In that was last year alone. Yeah. So it is completely and utterly plausible for a fraction of that number to be involved in child trafficking. Yeah. So now I want us to talk about things that seem very odd with what we know to be true. Mm-hmm. Right. And so one of those things, um, Anthony Weiner, 
You yes. know, Anthony Weiner was like trying to hook up with like a fifteen year old. You know, yeah, he was and he's there, dick pics and stuff. Anthony Weiner was a senator, <laughs> maybe representative um, from New York. Yeah, um, and he is in jail now because he was sending dick pics to a fifteen year old. Jesus right? Christ! His wife is a woman named Huma Abedin, mm-hmm. who worked for Hillary Clinton. Was she the campaign manager I think of she Hillary was Clinton? For, yeah, during her presidential mm-hmm. run. Yes. And so when they... And this is all... Again, this is all true, right? Um, that's how he got connected. Into when that. Anthony Weiner got hemmed up, right? They looked all through his laptop and they found like a fuckload of Hillary Clinton's emails Jesus on there. Yeah. Like a fuckload of them. Metric fuckload of, of Hillary Clinton emails on there. This happened yes. real close to the the, the actual election. So, when yeah. James Comey had come out and, you know, kind of changed some, changed some things there at the end. And that was in October, I believe. Like, before, like a month before right the election. Before. Yeah. So, so this was the, that's just the time frame. That exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, so that did happen, right? Yep. And he is a, he was a uh, House representative for yeah. the 9th District of New York. So it seems really weird, mm-hmm. um, you know, that no one would know about that happening because I don't believe that there was really any indication that this was the first time this type of thing had happened. I'm, you yeah, know, if I'm remembering right, there was so, more than just one incident of this kind of thing. So that seems really weird, you know, that his wife would have no idea of something like this happening for years. You know, and yeah. not that it's not possible because mm-hmm. people cheat for years. There's all kinds of things that people hide from their wives, you yep. know. Um, but it I, does, knew, I knew a dude who had an entire different family. It happens. It totally, Jesus that's Christ. that's a thing. It happens, especially, yep. I mean, not especially, but like a lot of people are like old school military vets, like World yeah. War II, shit like that. People stationed mm-hmm. yeah, overseas, yeah. whole new families. Yeah. yeah. Two, three kids and then come home. So that's the thing that happens. So, so that's, that's really weird, you know. Jeffrey Epstein, right? Something mm-hmm. that we can confirm has a lot of ties with very powerful people, politicians, stars, famous people, all this stuff, yeah. you know. Yep. Talked about him dying and shit before. We said it in the camera last week. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Negative. Um, so I that's can attest to that. So that's <laughs> so that's really weird, you know. Yep. Um, that he has all these connections with all these people, and like, then he's in jail for just a little while. And you know, we well, the cameras were turned off, and well, the guards were asleep, and yeah. he had just left fifteen or twenty jumpsuits in there. Just. All this stuff, you know, that's very, very weird. It's all the um, stuff that when Michael Shermer, a professional skeptic, is hearing about it, and I've said this before, when he goes, uh, what? That so seems a little is he the guy, too coincidental. He's the guy that Skeptic debated, Magazine debated, debated uh, Graham Hancock yes. on Joe Rogan. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he did that. Yeah. So let's take one more step into Brandon's territory, right? Yep. Something else I think that's really weird, right? Um. When all the Pizzagate stuff did happen, right? A lot of John Podesta's emails got leaked over WikiLeaks, yes. right? Yep. A lot of really weird terminology and shit. And this is where, you know, I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. No one can attest to it. Mm-hmm. Just super odd language. You know, yeah. hot dogs, fucking pizzas, like all this shit, you know? And a lot of this language you're able, and they talked about this in the Out of Shadows documentary. You, you, yeah. A lot of this language used in there, you can confirm through law enforcement, through Operation Underground Railroad, is is confirmed is used in pedophilia rings to discuss child trafficking, mm. sex with children, like these type of things, symbols, stuff like that, yeah. are used confirmed, you know? It seems weird. Yeah. Very weird, you know? And so this is kind of where I'm at with this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that um, 
especially with these pedestrian emails and like with the Obama and stuff, you know, we, we saw, uh, with this information, I feel confident I was able to confirm that there have been child prostitutes, child children, child rape in the White House in other administrations before. Okay. You know, according um, to those news if, articles, if, right? Old. If if these things that I was, you know, are one hundred percent true, and I feel confident they are, but I am not one thousand percent convinced they are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit more plausible than gives yeah, it. Okay. It allows me to give more credence to the idea of it in the White House if we're able to confirm that it happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it if they got caught before, they're going to get way, way, way better at hiding it. You know, and if they were caught using their own staffers before, you know, in the 80s and the whatever in the 70s, they're going to have to find somebody else that's they're going to be able to do this through. They obviously can't use their own Mm -hmm. staffers anymore. They can't use their own people. Right. Around that time that these articles came up, I believe is around the time that Jeffrey Epstein starts to like begin to come to prominence. Oh, you know, so. So he's the one that takes the hit. That's and that's all speculation. Uh-huh. Right. But it's around that time that these articles, you know, are making a big deal that I, I believe, right, that Jeffrey Epstein starts to come to prominence to mm-hmm. the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So speculating, right, just uh, if we're throwing shit out there, like seems just odd, seems just weird. odd timing to shit yeah, that I'm willing to give more credence to, to you know. You can... And again, I'm not convinced. I'm not saying this is what's happening, yeah. but there's a lot of this stuff we can confirm for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that looks even weirder when we look at it with this stuff, we can confirm for sure. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I know that I just talked for a long time, but I just uh-huh. lay it out, you know? And so you, I'm, you looked through all, all most of this information, if not all yes. the stuff that I looked through. And so, and unfortunately I didn't do the, the backwards engineering stuff that I'm kind of think now, like I okay. want to look at those articles again. Right. And mm-hmm. then I want to, mm-hmm. I want to dig into those publications themselves especially during the timeline when those things were put out. What kind of magazine was this? Because it was not the New York Times. It was like... It was like something... Um, the know. Washington Times. It's yeah. a smaller newspaper yeah. in Washington, D.C. And yeah. you know how those things can come and go and Certainly. change and Certainly. all that. So who... Certainly. I want to know more about those publications. Mm-hmm. Um, were they you know, were they tabloids back then? Maybe, maybe the Washington Times is... Because the Washington Times now is a pretty hardcore conservative magazine. Yeah, if I or newspaper, right? If I remember right, um, might be in the Washington Examiner. I can't remember which one I'm thinking. Washington of, but, Examiner. Okay, yeah. so like that's what I want to do there too. Okay, because yes, there are these articles. Totally. Are, you yeah. Know, so I'm, I want to look at those absolutely because. But again, even then, even with the without the articles, right? Um, that necessarily tie everything to the White House directly yeah. during that time. Yeah. I still think with the the flight logs and everything from. Um, from Epstein's, mm-hmm. uh, his plane, and Ghislaine Maxwell's new documents book. that have that have been able been you know, cleared for release for it, her that are due to come out next week. Yeah, yeah. and it essentially she got coronavirus, didn't she? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not that's yet. My, that's my going theory, though. That's how it's going to happen. But especially if she's in a jail. Yeah, shit spreads like wildfire in jail, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, but now supposedly she's being moved from cell to cell. Uh, at random and to all get this good stuff, yeah. yeah. But a year, a year <laughs> to the trial, which is insane. But um, I think it's you know, there's enough of this. There's no newer. way she makes it a year, bro. There's no, no fucking way she makes it a year. No, no, there no. is none. Sorry, go ahead. But uh, you know, so there's enough <laughs> newer information that I don't necessarily think to make that leap to possible government involvement. I don't think you need those old 
those old articles anymore. Right? Yeah. And so, but we'll, again, we'll find out because it's even that and a single article or a couple articles from the time is still pretty, uh, co, you know, it's not proof. Yeah. Right. So yeah. It, you may form a few more correlations, co- correlations. There we yeah. go. There's the word, but it's still, it's just as, you know, correlative as, the stuff we're getting now, except now I feel like we probably got a little bit more, it's yeah. a little better, a little yeah. bit more contemporary. Um, so that not to take away from that initial point, I just think that now we could probably even Certainly. go past some of that because, you know, old documents are old documents. This shit's yeah. fresh, hot off the presses. It's happening right now. Photocopies made two weeks ago. That seems pretty weird. Some of the names that were on there. Yeah. You know, we've talked about Ghislaine's Maxwell's book last week a little bit. Ghislaine. <laughs> Ghislaine. Ghislaine. <laughs> That's right. It was Ghislaine or whatever, right? It's Ghislaine, yeah. But uh, I'm just. Did you watch the Andrew Schultz video about them though? No. He it's like it's like seven minutes maybe, and he called. He said, "Said I thought her name was Jizzlene." (laughs) (laughs) I love that dude, man. He's so funny. Um, But like talking about like the Nambla and all that. mm -hmm. Fun South Park did a a thing about years ago because they're making fun of it. Yeah, but it was real back then. Yeah, right. And 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 that's in like. The 80s when that little mm-hmm. boy went disappeared, right? Yeah, yeah. Think about, um, have you heard, you know, the Atlanta kids in the 80s where there's like 20 to 30 kids that just disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one has ever found them. Well, no bodies were ever found. And to add to that, Jordan has told me about, um, you know, children in ICE holding facilities. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that have been escorted by ICE officers. Um, and federal officers away from the facility and then to somewhere else and then to somewhere else. And then Never they don't know what happens that. to the kids after that, you know? And I, I'm not, I wouldn't implicate those ICE officers in like the entirety of the scandal because I think that they probably are just like, take these kids here. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just taking these kids here, you know? Um, but that also seems very weird. Yeah. It does know, seem weird. That I can come up with a couple of, plausible, you know, ideas where why they might be doing that or who knows, you know, maybe maybe they're saying that some of their family or something like that might have been targeted by the cartel mm-hmm. and so they're moving them around or something. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of legitimate reasons to not go that route, yeah. but it's the possibilities exist on both sides mm-hmm. yeah. because you can't know for sure. I would also like to say that even with, like, let's say the 60, 80 kids get picked up and just disappeared, I want to remind you how big that fucking number was when we started. Over 400,000 children last year. Yeah. I guarantee you a number of them are going into trafficking at somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. But with that giant number, you know, how does that... uh, 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 Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of these anecdotal cases. Yeah. Right. But comparatively to that number, they're really, really small. So how much of that is actually the truth where maybe we're trying to build this into a bigger thing than it is? And I'm just I'm just saying there's a lot to be skeptical, skeptical about. Mm-hmm. But there's a the possibilities are just as good about going the other route, you know. It's both ways there. Sorry, Jordan. Go ahead. Some of those kids were found at a registered sex offender's house. Boom. Some of those kids were found at a registered sex offender's house. The children taken from the ICE facility, she means. (sighs) Mm. 
It's not helping my argument yeah, about being help. skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> um, that hurts. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, I mean, what else? What else we got? Um, I do. I did want to say that uh, t- after watching that Out of Shadows, um, yeah. What do you got on that sitting? Right. The overall, the overall structure of the film, um, like we talked about. The I like to chop it up into there's three parts. Right. The beginning establishes. It makes you understand that the government is capable of giant conspiracies that literally start wars. Like mm-hmm. that big. Yeah. Because we look at all those examples of things that were true. Kidnapping, yeah. you know, German scientists, all this stuff. It's yeah. all true. So they prove to the watcher that it is possible that the government could get a, get, get away with what they're going to talk about next. And then they introduce the 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 concept of it being very very pervasive in Hollywood and then they're trying because they're tying that to the MK Ultra which we know is true mm. and then then they tie Hollywood into essentially these greater media companies that there's only a handful of media companies that own everything well Sean and, Alder and Mockingbird did, and know. Mockingbird yeah yeah and so which again so yeah they're trying all those things because those are true and the media companies were a part of that thing, but it doesn't necessarily mean that what they did with that power led to this child trafficking type of situation and all this code words and all this stuff. John Oliver, I remember there was a portion of the documentary where they had like all those local news stations that were all saying the exact right. same thing. Right. And we saw that like two years ago yeah. when they all got bought up. Because by Sinclair. Yes, that's Sinclair what it is. Sinclair. And yeah. yeah. And Sinclair Entertainment or Sinclair Media, I don't remember exactly what they're called. They do this because that's how they, they push around their political control, right? Right. And there was example after example on that episode with John Oliver that showed that this is happening to your local news. Yeah. And it is. Right. Yeah. So to try to make, but to try to make that jump into the nefarious actions of Sinclair being able to cover up and convince you that this media that you're intaking is due to the government controlling it from all these other conspiracies that we just proved to you mm-hmm. are true. This one could be true too. And then it shifts from – so now you're skeptical of the government, giving them the ability in your mind to allow that this Pizzagate to take place, mm-hmm. right? And then they shift into Pizzagate, and it's primarily that one journalist. Pen, um, Sorry, go ahead. I got one for you if you want. Oh, one. Um, Sorry shit. about that. Uh, but we, we would – They draw the, you into thinking journalist. of the conspiracy yeah. theories, yeah. And then they bring you to the journalist, um, a single journalist who kind of made this a passion project for herself. You know, yeah. looking after these things. Then she starts talking about the, talks about NAMBLA, talks about their food-related code words, and then tries to tie it to things, examples like what we just saw with Wayfair, right? All these overpriced items and all this stuff. Which, the Podesta emails. The Podesta emails, yeah. like all these different things. So they, they drag you, they persuade you into believing by the end of it that what they're telling you is totally yeah. plausible just as plausible as operation paperclip and the gulf of tonkin and all that stuff and, and <coughs> you know any documentary could do that exactly yeah. and documentary every documentary should you, do that can turn you vegan you know what i'm yes, saying yes exactly like, and that's what also, a good documentary does yeah. they persuade you into believing what it is that they believe is true yeah. and they want you to learn this right well, and i think part of the way that and this part i do have to look more into but part of the way that i think they legitimized what you're talking about is in the end the connection between all of these 
famous actors and just political people to Marina Bramovich. And Marina Bramovich yeah. connects just to John Podesta and their connection. Also, they not just government and media, right? And I don't this the Satanism religion aspect. I don't. I also I don't think is necessarily important because mm-hmm. the end result is what matters to me exactly. is that children are being trafficked and raped. That's what matters, right? Yeah. I don't care if it's religious based or whatever it's based in, but. This, I think, if if true, helps tie those things together with yeah. their connection with um, Anton LaVey and Michael Aquino, the, the, the starters, the originators of the Church of Satan in L.A., you mm-hmm. know, and their connections with governmental figures, um, actors, Hollywood figures, like those things um, – tie some things together. And as yeah. far as we know with Alex Jones, fucking <laughs> Moloch, Bohemian Grove, like there are 100% politicians, famous people, rich people involved in weird, backwards, occult shit and, that yeah, they're like doing fake rituals, well, quote unquote, real rich, whatever, you oh know. Yeah. That goes into something that I have been researching lately and we have the same barber, right? Yeah. Paul? Yeah. Yeah. So he <laughs> put me Paul. on. Shout out Paul. He put me on, swell blended. You put me on. Going to see him on Friday. This guy, Alistair Crowley. Have you ever heard of Alistair yes. Crowley? The wickedest man yes. to ever live or whatever. Like he, the OG of the yeah. Church of Satan. But oh. but he also practiced, you know, at that time, it was a shifting of an age. And he was practicing expanding his consciousness. He did things like peyote, which is just a natural source of DMT. Yeah, he did all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. And he did, he did do, like, some of the breakthrough things in consciousness now like people still do today but he also did they say practice sexual magic magic with a k m-a-g-i-c-k and you know what happened is towards the end of his life from based off what i've learned about him he was in france had a friend who's practicing magic with sexual magic he she had a friend that lived in the united states who came visited they practiced magic together and he did some dark shit. Like he was known to like do human sacrifice, killing people and shit. And shit. Like yeah, and practice magic with these two girls. That girl went back um, to the United States. She was married. Eight months later, she has a baby. That baby, her baby, has a child, George Bush Senior. Who, when you say you know that Reagan Bush administration. That mm-hmm. shit kind of connects to me, where like yeah, some yeah. satanic, ancient, ritual, occult shit. Which yeah, and I, I would have to. The I would have to look into that. Time. I would I was, have to look into that. Definitely look into mm-hmm. Alistair Crowley. And, Not that I don't believe you. But yeah, no, just, no, no. Just before I, I'm like, this is the you know. No, no, no. Um, when I when I heard that, I definitely looked into it, and there's no record. They'll say that it was the child of her husband. But oh, okay. She was because she was married. At okay. The time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But she went to go. So they say practice magic with Aleister Crowley. Okay. And they practiced sexual magic. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting okay. shit, right? That's some interesting me? shit. Yeah. And, and okay. it led me well, down let me, yeah. and like a said, lot I'm, of different ways, man. I, I'm not just for your comfort. I'm not at all saying I don't believe you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but no. For and I told you, you know, I'm going to try. Comfort. I'm going to yeah. reach I, some Eddie Bravo shit. I'm going to. Go. <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. I'm okay. reaching. No, no. I think I that's really interesting. It's very interesting. When when I look at that and you think about if it's if if the child pedophilia ring is driven by occultist Satan rituals, then why wouldn't it be yeah. from 
Aleister Crowley himself. So, yeah. So we're, 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 we're <laughs> nothing says, nothing says it can't be. Yeah. No. Again, but nothing says that it, that means anything it's at just, all. Where are you with the, where are you at with this, to look into. with this thing as a whole, Offie? As a whole, um, I would say that the child sex trafficking is probably, I more or less guaranteed that it's definitely happening. I think there are a lot of suspect ties to, um, whether it's a giant ring of motherfuckers in the government and rich and powerful, I mean, it seems to be that. You and if know, it is, it started a long, 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 long time ago. Certainly could be, right? I, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff around it. There's a lot of kids that go missing every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as this occult, satanistic, you know, ritualistic stuff kind of essentially running all of our government having all these nefarious ideas to transform the country into right. being what right. they are, which is usually what that Pizzagate stuff devolves in. Right, exactly. I don't put any weight into that. And I don't, right, right. and that's the stuff that I'm like, I'm not convinced about mm-hmm. all this, you know, I think as far as the media stuff, there is a lot of super weird shit that Project Veritas and- is just put out in the media, you yeah. know, and I followed just to like keep my ear on it. I followed a whole fuckload of like, like four QAnon accounts, you know, just to like see what they got. And yeah. they're pulling clips. You know, they talked about Walt Disney and like the land that he built Walt Disney on, like pure procured by the federal government. You know, yeah. I'm sure there's a rhyme or reason for it. It is what it is. Who doesn't fucking love Walt Disney World, right? But pulling clips from all these Disney movies and shit of just weird shit, you yeah. know? I saw one from fucking yeah. Pinocchio the other day of, like, this old man paying a fox and a dog to find fucking kids for him, and that's who steals Pinocchio because he wants to take a bunch of kids to Pleasure Island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Totally written fuck? in a totally different time. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm not like, that's proof. Like, that's a fucking weird thing to say at yeah. any time. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say that you're yeah. trying to buy some kids to take them to Pleasure Island. That's a fucking weird thing to write into a kids movie. You it's know, super I mean, weird. You so, ever listen to JBP break down Pinocchio? No, highly suggest you do that because yeah. he takes you in a totally different direction about what that kind of stuff means. Yeah, and so which could go a lot different. Like ways. I said, I'm yeah. not at all saying that's proof that this is happening. Yeah. But shit like that, you know, and then I also thought it was interesting that as this Glenn Maxwell stuff is happening, you know, they're like, oh my God, all these documents are going to come out. Twitter takes down what some 20,000 QAnon, QAnon accounts, accounts yeah, right? Just torches them. Jesus Can QAnon, Christ. for you who don't know, is is widely regarded as a conspiracy theory organization, largely because this is the type of shit that they talk about, right? And the accounts that I followed would sometimes share the, the, the Pinocchio clip about, like, look at, you know, it's, it's here, like, this is the type of shit. Sometimes they're talking about different levels of consciousness and changing time and space and sound vibrating, whatever. Like, so it's not just conspiracy theory, like, governmental stuff. Like, they're also talking about larger scientific ideals that mm-hmm. they're like the government hiding it's a lot of like it hacking yeah. type stuff right, too, right right it's it's not all just conspiracy theory shit right they're in like like OAN got into big trouble for like saying that you know QAnon is like a widely accepted ideology and I'm oh. like well it, I mean it kind of is because they had fucking tens and hundreds of thousands of people following their shit you yeah. know that's not that's not to say that it's a legitimate ideology to hold but oh, it's yeah. a widely accepted ideology by many people mm-hmm. it's no so, difference than you know uh, 
SJW. And I'd hate, I'd hate to defend OAN, but I think that it was like a wording thing on their part, and all the whole media is like, look what the fuck they just said about QAnon. <laughs> and it's like, well... But if you prior to them, all those accounts being taken down, if you would have counted up all those followers, millions, millions of people following those accounts Mm -hmm. to like consume that content. So, again, I'm not saying that it's a healthy ideology to live your whole life through, but it is a widely accepted one by people who consume that shit. So, yeah. And um, I mean, if anything about all of this that we've been talking about, if this hasn't driven you to just look at things that people tell you now. In a, with a little bit of skepticism. Try yeah. to like not totally believe everything you're fed. Just th- rationally think about what is being said. Think about the implications of that. And whether or not that doesn't necessarily make sense. I should Maybe I should look at that. Right. Maybe I should kind of whatever. Don't just accept it as fact. Whether it's coming from OAN, whether it's coming from the QAnon Twitterverse, whether it, whatever it is, you should always be skeptical about things that how would I put that? Not that you don't believe, but that seem unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Be and skeptical about those, but then look into them. And the reason that I implore so much regular people to think about this, not necessarily the larger implications, although I do, like you said, think it's something that you should be open to. But when we're talking about things like To Catch a Predator and Operation Underground Railroad, it's not just – Jeffrey Epstein and yeah. young girls deciding, you know, to get wrapped up or, you know, getting wrapped up and stuff and doing whatever. Like, there, there are people's children that are randomly abducted and raped by just grown men and women around this country because they are fucked up in the head. Yep. Operation Underground Railroad, you can follow them on Facebook. They're consistently posting videos of underground operations they're doing and they're like, we expected eight people here, 30 people showed up. For, you know, online ads where they think they're going to show up and see a kid that they can have sex with. Yeah. 30 people Jesus. in one night in a town that are all showing up for the same thing. What you know what thing? I'm saying? Like, this shit is fucking real, oh, you yeah. know? And regardless of whether or not you think that it's your politician or the fucking dude down the street, people are picking up kids and selling them and shit. There and is this, a like, serious problem. And I, I'm all for freedom and shit, man, you know? And I, like... But and that's I'm, a line. And there's the you know, fucking line. And, and no, I mean, I mean, like for children, like for them to be able to run around and like ride oh, bikes yeah. and shit. You know, I'm all for like, oh, in my day, you know, we just had to be home by midnight. You know, oh, like, yeah. but your yeah, fucking I, kids are being I was scooped out up, bikes like all the time. I was walking home at two in the morning. I was fucking 15 years old walking home from across Bremerton and shit. Oh uh, yeah, I was in sixth grade sneaking. Motherfuckers get morning. scooped up, yeah. dog. Like that's. It happens. Dangerous. Need yep. to understand the reality of what's going on, you mm-hmm. know? And this area has a horrible, horrible track record with human trafficking. Horrible. And I'm not telling you to go and, you know, look up your neighborhood on pedophilia.com or whatever. There's a bunch of people in this area that are trying to get down with children. And it's you need to just be aware of what's going on and fucking watch your kids and watch your family and don't Right off the things that you're seeing that, you know, your crazy brother-in-law, you're like, oh, this fucking guy, he's always spouting off, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Take a second. Ask ask some questions, right? And I'd like – I want to be so adamant because we've been doing this for two years now. You, you said you've learned yeah. X amount of things from us, you know? We're not here – to push conspiracy theories to just say crazy shit and freak people out. Mm-hmm. I want people to be truly aware that over half of the stuff we just talked about is legitimate. It's factual. It's verifiable. 
You know, this is happening. Like, if that over 400,000 children number last year doesn't freak you out in some way and make yeah. you, it doesn't mean that it's all of this stuff that we've talked about is actually connected under one grand conspiracy. But there is a massive amount of kids that go missing every year, and a certain fraction of them are going to be in, involved in this sex trafficking shit because yeah. it it is anecdotal cases all over the place people getting snatched up cops the fucking new york times remember when they did that uh, that series about um child well, what was the term they used they were talking about like you know the rampant child porn on the internet and shit oh yes and, you know like yeah. it was child sexual like yeah sexual media yeah. or sexual content something like that yeah yeah and i mean like, that shit is pervasive millions everywhere. and millions of images of literal babies like from from yeah. babies to you know to 17 years old so like, it's impossible to say that it shared. does not exist yeah and it is and if one case of it exists that's far foo- far too fucking many yeah and but I'm, there's a hell of a lot more than just one yeah i'm not telling you that you shouldn't have fun and do things with your family you know i'm gonna keep doing stuff with my yeah. family i'm gonna i'm gonna allow my son to have mm-hmm. freedoms but you know be vigilant and without scaring your children, understand, make sure that they understand that things can happen. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, my kids only one and a half, so I don't know yet how to address that. I'm not trying to tell anyone how to be a parent. I can't tell you mm-hmm. how to address that with your kid. I haven't had to figure that out yet. I'm, I'm just like, like, just like waking up to yeah. this idea of its pervasiveness. So, I but think at the it, end but of the it's day, something that people and ch- yeah, children who are mature enough need to be aware mm-hmm. of of what's happening, you know, yeah. and the capability, you know, potential. Because I'm not don't it's, don't show your kids these videos that we just watch because they'll fucking piss their yeah, pants oh, away, yeah. you know. But just yeah. it's yeah. it's kind of comes down to the old stuff, you know. Like you never you never take candy from a stranger. Don't talk to strangers. Like mm-hmm. you got to teach your kids to be smart. But yeah. you can't you can't just keep them inside when, away from the world. Like I said, we have a lot of attempted stuff in this area. You know, yeah. you're reading about stuff all the time of like guys pulling over trying to pick kids up. You know, or people yeah. taking pictures of kids. Or like that type of stuff happens heard about all the time in, here. You know, yeah, and kids up all the time. So, like near yeah. Burton, there was like. Oh yeah, all the girl, the they got away time. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. girl's like was yeah. being dragged into a fucking yeah. Yep, shit like that. And I see it all the time. All the missing, time here, you know, kids. And so just, just be careful. Yeah. Just, just watch your families. You should, you know, consider buying a gun and learning how to use it safely. Um, and also, I would they love to take you shooting yeah, anytime yeah. you want to go, man. They take the kids and they fucking use their blood. Yeah, there's yeah, there's deeper younger, shit, you know, of like <clears throat> Macaulay Culkin interviews of mm-hmm. like shoes made of kids and shit. And I don't Macaulay Culkin's into some deep shit, so who fucking knows, you yep. know? But there are anecdotal stories of even darker shit than what we have talked about, you know yeah. that is potentially true but it's unverifiable we're we're gonna have you on again soon yeah. and we're gonna get into deeper into that shit i want to have a whole um, conspiracy show yeah that's what i'm God, gonna that do too so much fun. i know yeah, yeah. i think i misled him a little <laughs> bit into thinking that's what this was gonna be um because oh, yeah. this I, I i i intended for this to be a larger portion of the show but as as always fucking happens on this we, show we draw on i think that i think that we just like to trick people into coming on more than once you know absolutely I'm like well you thought you were going to talk about this but but <laughs> gotcha bitch <laughs> next yeah, time yeah um but yeah 
Do you have anything else that you want to say on this topic or anything uh, else? No. Yeah, I think we're. I don't know. I have. I didn't pay attention to the timestamp we started, but we got to be pushing three plus again. Yeah, yeah, we're banging. We're out here. Um, we out here. We out here. Well, actually, there's one thing I wanted to say. What's up? Going back to you know, Aleister Crowley, the shifting of the age. Yes. You know the Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world in 2012. 2012. <clears throat> back in 2012, supposedly it was a change of the age into Aquarius. Mm-hmm. But that's on the Gregorian calendar. If you look at the Ethiopian calendar. We're in 2012 in the Ethiopian calendar. This year, right now. Right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2020 which could be is the shift of mm-hmm. the age, which means oh, they're pushing all this fear, this coronavirus, the protests, they want a civil war to suppress that. Or mm-hmm. the, the karmic oh, power of the con- universe decided like one, well, it's over, guys. We're trying again. Now they're even like aliens. Yeah, you know? aliens Dub- now. Double confirmed. Oh, and I, exactly. I, I yeah. showed that to Jordan. Yeah. I showed it to my wife, who's one of like even more reasonable than me. You know, she's like, you literally cannot convince me that's not a cover up. She's like, Glenn Maxwell's in jail. She's like, all this stuff is happening. She's like, you literally, no one on the planet could convince me that that is not an attempt to distract us from what the fuck is going on right now. She's like, there's no way. Yes. Not that I don't think aliens are real. Because <laughs> certainly, are. certainly. Yeah. Are. No, but she if does. This is not a bone to distract you from something that would even be more catastrophic to be taken down yeah. than aliens. They're like, all right, give 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 them something. Like, give them something yeah. to look at. Just like, give them Will something. and Jade are yeah. not distracting anymore. We need something. Give them the goddamn aliens. <laughs> and here we are talking about those fucking aliens. I and not those children that are being raped. Thank you guys for talking about that. Absolutely. Yeah, don't want to see an alien. What it, it, so so if you could see an alien would you but they just have to fucking like impregnate you and you'd be like the no first if that's, if that's the condition pregnant. no if that's the condition i'm not interested pregnant man I, know, I don't know what's gonna happen it might blast out of my chest no. like a xenomorph i don't want anything to no do yeah no i don't want anything to do with having to be impregnated with the first alien if that's the condition no. i would let's if, go with that I don't even know that... You have six alien babies at once. I don't even know if someone said to me, (laughs) you can meet the first alien, but I can't promise you what's going to happen. I would be like, no. I'm not interested. I don't know. The potential for instant death is way too high. With an alien, there's way more unknown stuff than known stuff. And so there is way more things that could instantly kill me or (laughs) kill me 20 years from now than uh, than things that Or he just likes talking to you without talking. Yeah, so... (laughs) Alright, I quit. I gotta get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, there's only so many things that I would be okay with happening in that experience. (laughs) Way more stuff that I'd be like, no. Nope, no. not okay with that, not okay with that, not okay with that. Oh, that's Would you, if you're gonna be impregnated with an alien, would you do Mm. it? I'd have to see what the alien looked like first. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to be is one of the good Star looking aliens, aliens, you know. Is he? Is he? Does he look like he has some good genes? Maybe he can be the first alien in the NFL. <laughs> is it going to add to the gene right. pool? Or is it going to take <laughs> yeah, away? What are we doing here? Have to take care of the alien. Yeah, be my alien baby. Oh, you watch boy. Rick and Morty? Uh, not no, really. God. Oh, there's uh, an episode of Rick and Morty where he's like, Morty's fucking this sex <laughs> robot they found on another planet, and then like a. An alien comes out of it, and he like raises, and it's super aggressive and really big, and grows up really fast and shit. And he's scared of like what's gonna happen, so he tells it that like the air outside is poisonous, and like you can't leave the house or else you're gonna die. And 
gets really pissed off one day and just like finally leaves and so get into this whole thing and ends up like writing a book and like yeah it's, yeah it's, it's so wild it's, uh, yeah you should you should check it out it's pretty legit yeah like my father kept me locked in a house for 12 years or something, yeah like my whole life have you guys seen that show midnight gospel on netflix with uh duncan trussell i have not no. yet no so basically the show is just hella his, trippy his podcast show put into this cartoon yeah. And there's some, you know, little <laughs> ad libs here and there where they're adding in for the story. But basically every single episode is he's in a simulation and he can go into any world, but every single world is in some type of apocalypse. And he interviews someone in that world. Really? And then yeah. that, that podcast interview is that guy in the world. It's fucking crazy. It's That's trippy. so dope. But, but it, it's like Rick and Morty style cartoon. We're going to yeah. have to check that he out. He talked about it on his last uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but they I were higher than all balls yeah. on the last one. Yeah, I was having were, trouble was, tracking. Ghillie suit? Yes, yeah. the whole episode in a ghillie suit? Yep. I was having a hard time even tracking what they were talking about. I was like, so what weird. the but fuck? But Duncan Trussell's... Talks about Aleister Crowley and the magic shit, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah all he's that all shit. Up into that. He, he's done some episode of uh, Drunk History, too. You've watched Drunk History? Oh, I've, shit. I've right. listened to it a couple times. Not really, oh, though. It's great. He does one about Edgar Allan Poe. It's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's great. So, with that, um, we can get oh, out of you. So you yeah, I forgot what? to say happy birthday to my brother-in-law. Oh! Yeah, it'll be like two days after this comes out. So, happy, happy birthday, birthday to Chico. You. There we go. Boom. Happy birthday, Doug. <coughs> um, you have a stream tonight, correct? At 8 o'clock? Oh, well, this is going to come out on Monday. We'll but yeah, right. there was a stream that yeah. happened when you're going to get this. So go to the Twitch the at there. BG3EZUS. Mm-hmm. Boom. All right. There you go. That's the Twitch. It's also the Instagram. That's the Twitter. Uh, he said he doesn't use Facebook. So fuck it. We're going to tag yeah. him in all this shit anyway. Fuck Facebook. Uh, yeah. I also... Man, yeah. yeah, fuck Facebook. Anyway, um, Mark Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, he's a reptile, <laughs> reptilian he is, elite. He is a reptile, and I Word. think I think we should end it right there. Yeah. Um, perfect. We'll talk about that next time you come on. Yes, because I want to hear about how I think he's a robot, but yeah, I'll, I'll take lizard person. But he drank a lot of water, an awful lot of water to be a robot. We're that's true. That's true. Yep. Um, <laughs> We are going to find, yeah, we're, oh God, I love it. We're, we're going to talk about all this next time. Yeah, and a lot of it on our social media. Um, I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. And Colin is at Big Bird Offy on both those things. Salt of the Streets on Instagram, Salt of the Streets on Facebook, YouTube is Salt of the Streets, Salt of the Streets.com, all of that stuff, the website. All it's, of it. it's crazy. All of it. All of it's there. Uh, with that, let me grab a fucking line here. You don't think I know my wife weighs in dead animals? Are we talking shrews or horses? She's, I mean, at least two German Shepherds have a Shih Tzu. That's not very nice to say, homie. (laughs)